1: It's oh. bad.
2: Inside <laughs> of me. It's bad. Ooh. Is it? Yeah. You do it. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. Episode three. Oh. Surry. You know what? I miss penis.
3: Are you a boner guy?
4: What are you
2: talking about? What a dick. Cuz. Cause. a Cuzzaro. Slapperooney.
5: It's showtime. <laughs>
6: W. A. T. P. W. A. T. P. Hello, Robert Dixon Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that, just like Andrew Cuomo, refuses to go away. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who can't stand Brendan shop and he hasn't even seen what he looks like. From the <laughs> Blind Mike Project, it's Mike Geary. What's happening, Mike? What's up, buddy? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for
7: having me. It's hilarious to watch you troubleshoot before the show God, because you're very seriously trying to fix things while stuttering John says, I miss penis
6: over and over again in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's the, the funniest technical difficulty you've ever seen. Please go to whoarethese.com. We got our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month this week coming up. We'll be doing another crossover with The Dick Show. Looking forward to that. Also, I want to make people aware of March Badness. This is something that I uh, pinned to my Twitter. I'll put it in the show notes as well, a link to it. We're going to have um, a little bracket style tournament to figure out what is the worst podcast that we have rev- reviewed on who are these podcasts. So. Please. I mean, the answer out. is Tom Myers, but i uh, it, I'll let it He's out. in there. He's, he's, he's in the running for sure. More <laughs> on that coming up later in the show. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called King and the Sting. This was a suggestion from Jonathan Ryan back in 2019. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is actually a show that's now called... The King, the Sting, and the Wing.
7: Yeah, and it's very it clever.
6: Theo Von, Brendan Schaub, and Chris D'elia. How is that for a light up? Wow!
7: And I have to say, you mentioned that I hate Brendan Schaub, but he might be a brilliant marketer because if his idea was, I don't want to be the blithering, unfunny moron on this podcast anymore. Who do I bring in? He found the perfect answer.
6: Well. I was trying to figure out who I hated more. And I know people like Theo Vaughn and I'm not saying that it's easy to be Brendan and jobs co-host by any right. means. It's obviously very, very difficult, but this show is so bad. It starts off the latest episode that just came out yesterday is it's like March is their birthday month. These are adult men. These oh, are middle-aged God, the men. Birthdays. And it's like, they're celebrating their fucking birthdays and, And the way they're doing it is by putting on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle outfits.
7: Wait, they do that again in the late... I listened to the last two episodes. Is this a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle podcast? Because they talk about it every fucking episode.
6: Do they really? I thought this was like a one-off thing they were doing. They're obsessed with Ninja Turtles. I have like three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle (laughs) clips. Holy shit. All right. So (laughs) let's just check this out. Because the way this starts off is Brendan obviously has a joke that he wants to tell. So he doesn't roll with the conversation at all, and then Theo Vaughn does the exact same thing right back to him. What's
8: up, man? It's Turtle Day, Doug. Is no, n- no. You, don't, you don't be a thick ass no, fucking Donatello. Do, no, be no, a, be a,
9: be a big, got thick glasses, on. man. You don't, I don't. have lenses in them? Yeah, they have lenses in them. Oh, he can. Do yours? Sorry.
8: You know what? I do know Kung Fu after putting these on. Do I look like a turtle?
9: Huh? Do I look like a ninja turtle? Bro, you look like Home Alone Depot ninja Ninja turtle. turtle? I'll (laughs) take it. You you guys know what I'm going for here.
6: What does that mean, Home Alone Depot ninja turtle?
7: Home Alone. I'm trying to break it down. There's, it might be over our heads because it's so many jokes wrapped into one, I
6: think. Dude, this entire show is nothing but nonstop swings and misses. It's rapid fire disasters all over the place. They're all trying to outdo each other, and none of them seem to have any wit at all. And they're constantly talking over each other. Like, some I do yes. like podcasts like that.
7: Like, I know on Legion of Skanks, they talk over each other a lot, but the key difference is they're funny guys. Right. This is just utter idiocy being piled on top of itself.
6: Yeah, do you have an example of that, Mike, that we should uh, get into? Well, I guess let's start, since you mentioned the
7: Teenage Ninja Turtles, I guess we have to start with number 11, I think. Because uh, Chris really gets into it. And this is a long story that essentially spans three clips. Okay.
1: Ninja, go, ninja, go. I understand. Go. And I saw all those, but let me tell you something, dude. Mm-hmm. Talking about the lost fa- boys. And you, can fact, and, you can, and you can fact check this, okay? I'll
8: just straight it in movies, we go. What would you say? No, go ahead. Okay.
1: Me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I was a huge fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Who's your favorite? Really? Bro. Michelangelo? Yes. And Raphael was my favorite. He's the leader. Raphael? No, he Leonardo, Leonardo was the leader. <laughs> Splinter was the leader, technically. Leonardo was the leader.
8: But Leonardo was the blue one?
1: Leonardo was the blue one. And then Raphael? Raphael had the had attitude. Had the size. And Raphael had the swords. No, no. Leonardo had the swords. Donatello had the staff. Donatello was the fucking intellectual Michelangelo Leonardo. had the nunchucks. I, hey, I already know this. We sound like you don't. No. It sounds like no, we're figuring this no, out together. I do know. Leonardo was the shit story. up. I- I'll break it down. Th- I know. You want to hear from a guy who knows? I, or know. you hear I from a guy who, who don't know? care, and I know.
7: <laughs> so these are 40-year-old fathers arguing about the Teenage m- Mutant Ninja Turtles. But then if you go to clip 12, you'll see an example of what they find. Like This is what Chris D'Elia finds to be an amazing fact. And also, it proves that he's like... A liar, because he he keeps saying fact check this, and didn't think would anyone would actually fact check it, and he's just wrong.
1: Okay, now when the movie came out, guess mm-hmm. what? The movie came out on my birthday. It came oh, out wow. in March on my birthday. So I look at the screen, I see the TV. You know, it wasn't online. You'd have to see it on the thing. I was like, Whoa, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The movie's coming out on my birthday, Ma. I want a party at the theater for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. So we fucking did it. Okay, then. A year goes by, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 comes matter. out on my fucking birthday. You're lying about I'm that. not lying. That's why I said fact check it. So I say, Mom, <laughs> what did we do last year? <laughs> oh, it years ago, whatever it was. Fire don't it really up. I, thought, <laughs> I said, we're going to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and those bad boys in a half shell for my birthday again at the theater. Those bad boys in a half yes. shell. So that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, okay? Then. Teenage Ninja Turtles 3 jumps out jump. on my fucking you birthday. Fuck yeah, I'm not li- lying, not dude. Possible. And then it I said, well, at I point I was too old and I didn't go do that because I was too old and I didn't want to see Teenage Turtles. But also part three sucks. But how about that, dude? Wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was for me, bro. Turtles so you me show. About so when you turn to me <laughs> and you say the brain guy, I correct that
9: ass by saying Krang. I'll give okay, I give you that. I only do bunts with the right hand. Krang right. Krang. And Rat King was in there, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, hell
1: yeah, Casey Jones. Bro, birthday, the trilogy, the trilogy Tisra and you know, Ninja Turtle birthday. Forget it. Yeah, that is lit. March twenty second, March thirtieth, and what was the other one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, did, so did, did you have the toys exactly too? No, so. I mean they're not going to come out. The movies come out on a Friday. Fridays are different every year. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. No, did you, did you have the toys?
6: birthday month is what he's trying to explain here. He's a, he's a chick. Carl,
7: sit back for a second. What if I told you all three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies came out in March?
6: <laughs> no way! How is that possible? What are the chances? <laughs> and that's when my birthday is! <laughs> so, there's something from that clip that the next episode, this carried over, and I have to play oh, I mean, this so for well, you. It such a
7: great segment.
6: because Yeah, because they had to keep on the Ninja Turtle stuff, and Chris D'Elia is such an aficionado. Ninja Turtles, he's very proud of himself.
1: But but um you were saying Turtles in a half shell, and turtle you fucked power. me up. But it's not Turtles in a half shell; it's Heroes in a half shell. Turtle
10: power. Mm, I think okay, it's, it's Turtles in a half shell. Heroes, no, a half heroes shell?
1: in a turtle half shell. Turtle power. Turtle power. You wouldn't say Turtles in a half shell, Turtle power, because it's redundant. Mm. And why the fuck would these jingles be redundant? Because Heroes in a half shell, Turtle power. That's how I do it. Ooh, I right?
8: like it, I, and I like it, and I like that. And I like your thing knowledge to do.
6: on it. This is terrible.
7: Chris was the one saying it wrong.
6: Oh, he was the one saying it wrong, and the other one, that he's correcting. This was the one saying "Turtles in a Half Shell." All right, so this is what I'm guessing is happening here is that because these guys have careers and they're comedians, and and one of them used to be in the UFC. They Mm -hmm. think it's, like, ironic to be 46 years old and talking about the Ninja Turtles, and that's why it's funny, except for the fact that... because they're tough guys that get chicks. Well, except for the fact that, like, every single adult now watches cartoons and plays video games. So it's not, like, ironic anymore. It would be ironic if they read books. Then I'd be like, whoa, who are these fucking guys? What? Hey, you know what else we like? We're real nerds. Marvel movies. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, you gotta listen to this. On my birthday one year, one of the Marvel movies came out. Oh, my <laughs> birthday. I mean, it was the same week. It was it was close to my birthday. It was my it was half like six birthday. weeks later, but that's yeah. pretty weird. Still, all right. So let's talk about birthdays and how excited everybody is about this. Anybody doing anything cool for the b day? We all got b days coming up, man.
8: Yeah, what I am I gonna I'm, do? I have that. When know, your, wait. What is
10: everybody's though? Let me. when is yours?
8: Mine's on the eighteenth. Theo's on the nineteenth. I think Chris's is the thirtieth. Thirtieth.
10: So yours already
9: happened. What'd you do, Eric? Um, (laughs) what did I do?
11: (laughs) Who fucking cares?
9: At least Eric Griffin's like,
7: I
6: don't know, man. Yes. Who gives a fuck? Eric Griffin tries to play along and he's outnumbered, so he has to play along to some degree. But, right. These guys have no point. They're talking about their birthdays because their show has no point. I've never once brought up my birthday on this show because we have a format. We have shit to talk about. There's a point to our show. This show is like every other fucking YouTube show. There's no point to it, and there's a million people working on it. They show the production area where there's people milling around. There's people at computers. They're fact-checking things. None of it seems necessary to me. Uh, I actually came on to
7: promote my birthday. It's August thirty first. So if the <laughs> WATP fans could just jot that down in their calendars,
6: why don't you come back on the show and tell us what you did? We'll have oh, you it'll on? It'll be September. so exciting. Yeah, we'll have you on. So they actually admit that birthdays are stupid.
8: Does anybody have an issue with their birthday? Like usually, I don't like my birthday. Yeah. Since I was a kid, I was always like, oh, come
10: on. No, man. you know, when you become when you become an older man, it, it's never important. You know, like, even even with your girl, your birthday becomes, like, her birthday. Yes. You know, like, you might just want to be like, I don't want to do anything. And she's yeah. like, but I have plans. I, I We're going to go there and there. And you're just kind of like, is this my birthday, bitch? Yeah, I'm not trying Whose to do this, bitch. This? Yeah. I don't even like
9: bowling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whose birthday is it? Whose birthday is <laughs> it? Whose birthday <laughs> Whose, birthday? Yeah. Whose birthday?
7: You can't... Boy, Brendan's so deep, too. I like the idea of him as a kid, like, oh,
6: another. I'm plagued with another birthday. Oh, I, it's all bullshit. It's all made up. So he was telling a story. <laughs> I didn't pull clips of this, but he was telling a story about how he's hitting on this chick in kindergarten and he had a booger on his nose. And he's, he's like, so I finally look over I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, none of this happened. And you wouldn't remember oh, the if you did. Are, I have a perfect example of a bullshit story if you want to play number six. Okay, before I play that, though, I just want to point out, these guys are talking about how they don't like birthdays while celebrating their birthdays on their show, they're throwing themselves a birthday party. You can't have it both ways. Birthdays are dumb. Yeah, I know. You see these balloons that we got? Pretty fucking sweet. There's a cake on the table. All right. Well, I'll play your sex here.
1: So we're Ruffhausen, okay? And Not- then now it's starting to sound like a fucking German thing, Ruffhausen. <laughs> um so so uh, so I stand up and mm-hmm. I, I, I I mean we were really young and I, um I I went to go. Take my my penis out to fucking pretend to piss on him, and I said I'm gonna ah. pee in your mouth, dude. Oh, and he gets goes weird. like this, and he goes like this. No, and you know like. When you do a pump fake, when you're gonna punch someone yeah. to get him to flinch, you did that with your wiener. I did that with my piss, but I didn't. I was too young enough to realize if I pump fake with the piss, the piss isn't gonna come back. No. Yeah. So I let it fly, and he goes no, and it goes no, uh, <laughs> right in his mouth, and he goes ow. and he ran downstairs to my mom, sure, and, and I, I knew I was gonna get in so much trouble. So I literally thought in my head, I was like, Chris, now's the time, just be more believable than Matt. And he ran down to the <laughs> fucking kitchen, he said. Mom, Chris pissed in my mouth, and I fucking very confidently said, No, I didn't. That's fucking ridiculous. And my mom I you. says, yeah. Matthew, don't make up lies like that.
3: I, I
7: If you need Patreon content, Carl, I'd yeah. like to stick around for an extra hour and just break down that <laughs> clip, if you don't mind. Seriously. Because it defies the laws of physics, first of all.
6: Well, also, <laughs> the idea that he whipped piss into his brother's mouth. Let's pretend that that's not a bullshit made-up story. Does that make it interesting? Because it doesn't. No, and again,
7: going back to the fact that they're forty-year-old men, he thinks it's cool that he lied to his mom.
6: (laughs) I don't. I told my mom I didn't do that, and then she she believed me. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. What a great anecdote. What an amazing (laughs) anecdote. And these guys give each other a little bit too much. They all crack up just a little bit too much at each other, and the ball busting is nonsensical at best. This is when so. The episode from yesterday starts off. Crystal Lee is not there for the first seven minutes because he's taking a shit, and he finally comes in. And uh, Brendan's quick with some great jokes here about his uh, sweatshirt. All right,
8: all right, all right. <laughs> We've gone through My all the submissions. Is killing me, dude. What did you, you eat? What did you eat? A fucking half a bagel. Do you think it's all the coffee you're drinking, or do you think it's the neck on your sweater that's bothering you? No, dude. Why you're saying There's the two days tur- bro? You oh, Judea are you Russell snacking. Wilson? Why are you wearing a turtleneck Is this, what, what, like that? This isn't a turtleneck. That's a dude. mock turtleneck.
1: It's a little bit of a. Mock, it's a little bit less than a mock, and it's not a turtleneck because it's not tight. It's nice. It's nice and loose. It's dude. baggy.
9: Yeah, it's good. It's the new shit, man. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think, think a lot of stepmoms is. wear it. Well, <laughs> yeah. dude, maybe they do, but also A lot of stepmoms whose arms are getting chubby wear that. But
1: I wouldn't be but I wouldn't be <laughs> shitty with that. Step- I wouldn't up. be shitty about stepmoms, you know what I mean? Because stepmoms are out there doing what they gotta do. Ah, uh, no one, and one wants also... that job though. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring.
6: <laughs> Mike, did you know yes. that uh, his sweatshirt's stupid because stepmoms wear that same style of sweatshirt? Oh Pretty that, good joke. he's such a rascal. Pretty good joke. Here's another example of uh, some pretty good ball busting that's going on. You
9: look like you, you look like you won a molested contest in a uh, like in a, in a solitary vulnerable. confinement. Dude, look at this! This is unbelievable.
6: He won a
7: molested contest. Now you're making contest. me not like Theo Vaughn because I felt the episodes I listened to. I was like sympathetic towards
6: him. He just said. You look like you won a molested contest in solitary confinement. The bong hit transplant Tom Myers joke makes more sense <laughs> than what he just said. Like, what is he even going for there? I have no idea what he's even going well, it's for. It's not
7: fair to compare it to a great
6: joke like bong hit transplant, but I see where you're going for. <laughs> He is the king. <laughs> Tom Myers is the <laughs> king after all. Uh, all right. Let's, let's get back into story time. And okay. so Brendan wants to tell this story about this girl named Kathy. And because these guys are in riff mode... Everything has to be a joke. All he says is, I knew a girl named Kathy when I was in kindergarten. And immediately it's fucking fu- bring the funny time. <laughs>
8: Dude, go back to your child's story, I had the biggest crush on this girl, Kathy. Her middle name was Lee. I forget her name. Kathy was a child's name? Yeah, child's name. She had overall. You had to grow into time. that name, huh? Yeah. You, you gotta grow, grow into that, that yeah. name. <laughs> <that> yeah. <it. laughs> yeah, her like name like was girl. They Kathy. were banking
1: on her being <laughs> yeah. a cool adult. They were banking You'd on her. You called Catherine
8: a cool <laughs> if you want, I don't give a fuck. We mm-hmm. called her Kathy, man. I had <laughs> Nobody the biggest... called her
9: Kathy if she was seven or eight.
8: Yeah, yeah it's, like did, did. it's
1: like Bertha. It's like you know what I mean? Kathy
9: was a good name. Oh,
1: oh, oh, she was Asian. I get it. No, no, she was a white girl. No, dude, you gotta be Asian if you're a kid and named Kathy yeah joy grace joy is the most (laughs) joy grace kathy you guys are held up on the
6: name and i like it but let me carry on all right all right even Brendan job has to say guys great jokes riffing on the name kathy but can i fucking tell my story please or do you have another 20 minutes on kathy
7: can't be a child's name the, the clips I've listened to with Eric Griffin makes me feel like Eric Griffin doesn't really exist. He's just me in that room saying, like, what the fuck are you
6: guys talking yeah, about? Wh- wh- why are you guys all laughing about this? I He's like, <laughs> I knew Kathy's growing up. What are you guys talking about? You guys ever meet a Brian? What the fuck kind of name is that, Brian? Jesus. That guy must be an asshole, right? Like, wh- what? What do you mean? What does that mean? By the way, in the episode that you listened to, did they... Uh,
7: carry on their like new segment. The, so the one that I listened to, they spent essentially the entire hour um, playing clips from fans that they got where the fan says, Hey, you know, I'm Joe. I'm from Tennessee. I'm 28 years old and I'm a fan of, and then they pause it and guess which of the three, the fan likes the best. Oh, that's a, horrible and they spend game. an hour and 12 minutes doing that.
6: That's a horrible game. Why, how would they know? It's just like, it could be anything. <laughs>
7: Well, they're like, oh, he—he's f- a fucking musclehead. He must like Brendan. And it's like,
6: uh, oh, you think okay, you're right? Who you gotta guess fuck? who he likes on the show. Yeah. Which one of the three is he a fan of?
12: Why would you, Which, be, a be, yeah, you be a fan game, of any of them? Yeah, uh, that's the game. Who's who's your fan or something like that? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a yeah. stupid
6: game. Okay. Do you have an example of that? <laughs>
7: Um, it, I couldn't even really yeah. figure out an example cause it lasted like the entirety of the show. They just, it, it was, I wanted so badly to make a clip of that, but it's just them like, Oh, look at this guy's shirt. That that's a Brendan type of shirt.
6: Yeah. That's like- right. It's just nonsensical <laughs> shit. So there was a game they played on the show that I watched called debate club. And this came in from a listener. No, we end of the episode. Dude, How about he that?
10: Oh, hell yeah. All right. Oh, I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> this guy's got a debate club. Yo, what up, Brendan,
3: Chris, and Theo? It's Brandon from Omaha, Nebraska. And I got a debate club for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? I know this is a pretty heavy debate on TikTok right now, but I need to know what you guys think. Is it? Gang, gang, buzz, is buzz, it? sore. It,
8: it's a thing on Dang. TikTok. He said sore. It doors sore. or wheels? Chris missed it because he's Texan, but he said sore. So- he said sore? Yep. To gang, gang, buzz, buzz. Hell yeah,
10: dude. I'm going to say doors because even on a car that has four wheels, there's also, you know, five doors if you count the trunk.
6: Did you know about this thing that's going around? People debating if there's more wheels or doors in the world? No. You're not familiar with this hot debate that's going on? It's scintillating, though. I'm mad that I've missed out. (laughs) Well, they have a lot of fun with that. Because oh, good God yeah, I mean what kind of fun talking you have about how many doors there are in a car that has four wheels and then they go to like airplanes and like, oh my gosh, well then airplanes have doors inside of them, but they also have wheels.
9: Airplane about have the two car wheels doors. and how many doors on no, it? No, airplanes have more than two wheels.
10: Yeah, they, no, they don't. Well, I mean, what the fuck? Who are you flying with? Mighty Mouse? Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> are, you, are you on like one of those like you know dustbuster things? You know what I mean? Like, you no, know, yeah, airplanes those, have a lot got, of wheels. Like, and they got like those big one in the wheels. front,
8: two on the wings, one in the back. Oh, Science, rich bro. I, I think. All right.
7: I mean, not to get too much into the debate, but not counting the door that's in every room in America, like the second you walk in.
6: I see. I, I don't want to get into this debate with you. I'm not going to debate <laughs> you, Mike. I don't want to get in the weeds too much. <laughs> I don't want to get in the weeds on this because no one even brings up skateboards that have zero doors and four wheels. So I'm not going to get into this with you, Mike. I'm not right. going to do it. But the the fact that Theo thought there were two wheels on an airplane, like a like a motorcycle airplane is what he's describing yeah. there <laughs> neat just really cool airplanes
7: you wear a leather jacket when you fly the
6: whole <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a fozzy airplane <laughs> but did you know mike that they have a patreon now oh, they do yes they didn't
7: talk about it on the episode
6: <laughs> unfortunately for us we're only getting two episodes a month if we're not subscribing to their patreon
9: Welcome to a very special time for
8: announcements. (laughs) King, the Sting, and the Wing, we're hitting Patreon, son.
1: What are we doing? Two on Patreon and two free on YouTube? That's right.
9: So that's the deal from now on. Um, It's called the Takeover. Yep, so every other week will be Patreon, every other week will be... Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Um, and why are we doing it, guys? To control our we... shit a little bit more. Uh, we're going to be on Patreon. There's going to be no ads on there. Yeah, because the ads they sometimes, sometimes the truth is the ads kind of they 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 just I don't know. They get upset if you don't do certain stuff. Some of it you just uh, I don't want to deal with. Yeah, we get. This it. This is us right. fighting
8: back. You're getting Chris Delea, Theo Vaughn, and myself. And myself, King, the Sting, and the Wing, Buzz, Buzz, Gang, Gang, soar.
7: Boo! I hate that Chris D'Elia has inserted himself in like the cancel culture debate. It's like, dude, you might be a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cancel culture.
6: I don't know how he was able to make his comeback, and we're still debating whether Louis C.K. can do comedy at a comedy club or not. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make any sense to me.
7: Actually, I do have an example of how much Chris really agrees with consent. Oh, great. Uh, I believe that's
6: clip 16. All right. I go, if I go on a date with a girl, like, I'm not having any expectations. You're cool, cool with what we'll happens
7: if we don't have. That's Chet Hanks talking. Oh, great. <laughs> the only room in America that makes Chet Hanks look like a brilliant mind.
2: <laughs> I go,
6: if I go on a date with a girl, like, I'm not having any expectations. You're cool with what have sex, if we don't have yep. sex. It's it's cool, you know what I mean? Like I'm not about like forcing anything. How long have about, you been with you know? your girl now? Um, like over six months. Okay, that's pretty. I mean, it's
8: long.
10: No, that's six yeah. months. That's, that's But that's the way
1: you have to be. You have to be on a date, not not just kind of like chilling and seeing how it's going. You yeah. have to be like that. Well, because I
10: think, I think it's all about your own personal expectations. Yep. Anyway, what you're looking for. So, if like if you're if you're 20 and and you're like. Well, I actually am looking for something serious, mm-hmm. then maybe you don't sleep with the person on the first date because you're Make trying wait. to get to know. Like, yeah, yeah. But if your thing is like, uh, all right, I'm just winging, I'm just trying to have fun, then go have fun. But like, don't don't put your expectations yeah. on somebody without telling them. Yes, dude, that's so good. You dude, know? you made
1: it so real. <laughs> you made it so real. This is a comedy podcast. You made it so real. But it's also <laughs> such a good point, dude. This is why I'm we're, here. I know. We're supposed, <laughs> I we're supposed to be joking. We're supposed to be we're supposed Eric's to be having a good older. time. We're supposed to be joking, but you made it real. But what you did was you nailed it with the realness. So I'm all with but, it,
7: man. But,
8: but I also feel like Eric's a guy, when the girl goes over to kiss him, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not oh, too fast. no. So, did I feel
7: like Chris was overcompensating oh, for anything there. That's
8: over-
6: exactly what I was thinking there, too. He had to make sure that he's totally on board with everything that's yes, going on here. Yes, ask the girl's permission, even right. if she is 15. <laughs> I mean, if you ask, can I come on your face three or four times in a row, the answer might be no. She might actually mean no when you have to ask that over and over again. And I love that Chris says this is a comedy show. Chris has never said anything funny. I remember reviewing his podcast years ago. And the thing with Chris is that he talks about things that are funny, but it's never funny. His big thing was just like Family Guy, dude, dude. Family Guy, Family Guy, dude, dude. Family Guy, so
2: funny, dude. Fucking, dude, and then so he will go
6: fucking Family Guy, Fam- Family Fam- Guy, Family Guy. Oh my god, he's he's the opposite of funny. Okay, let's get back to this Patreon promo that happened in the middle of this episode ah, because yes. I went to their Patreon. They hide their numbers. What's the okay. matter, guys? Are you embarrassed? Not a lot of people <laughs> want to pay for this horse shit. Although you would think they'd have a lot of members. There's, this video is like. 250,000 views already. It just came out right. yesterday. So you would think that there'd be people on there. But anyway, I want you to know, Mike, what you're going to get. If you sign up for their Patreon, here are some of the jokes that you will get for this. Oh, good.
9: The chains are off. I know We're the chains are, Patreon. are off. Oh, yeah. definitely, I'll take my dude. pants off right now. Oh, I'll yeah. write the N-word on this piece of paper on my lap. All the we want to keep yeah. it nice. Keep no. it woke. Mm. Keep it very... Even an equal. He looks like Salvador Dali and also a chick that would bang Salvador Dali. Oh no. You know how gangster it is to go to therapy and get nowhere? That's gangster dude. He looks like Ed growling Capone dude. This guy clearly this, went to Woodstock. This. He's a fucking Easter rabbit dude with no candy. That's yeah. what he is.
1: Patreon is honestly, really all it is is an intervention for Brendan.
9: If that's your first angle, you you got Voldemort's protractor in your pocket dog.
1: I took him. a painkiller
9: in my life. Never really? would. Give me the pain. Sniff nah. him with that yeah. fucking beak. You don't think I did locally made test two hundred fricking six months? I gotta boys
6: will be boys. Steroids.
9: Why don't you tell them, Brandon?
6: And I love what that a they're pretending nothing. They love that they're pretending <laughs> that they're on Patreon because, well, we can't get censored on Patreon. Patreon is famously censored people. This is well, not that's like, true too. That's not a place that you go to. It's like, well, now I'm gonna just throw out the N word over and over again. That's not gonna fly on Patreon, buddy. It's not gonna work for you.
7: No, we use the N-word all the time on patreon.com slash blindmike, but I get
6: what you're saying. <laughs> okay, maybe you can get away with that. <laughs> but it's not like they're saying anything. They're they're not saying anything that YouTube would give a shit about. They're they're not controversial people. They're talking about their birthday, for Christ's sake. They get on there they're right. like, what do you do for your birthday this month? They're like, I don't know. What do what you, yes, you do like, for you your birthday? We need
7: this Ninja Turtles stuff
6: out of here. <laughs> it's too it's, dangerous. It's not a controversial thing. And then later on, they hand out birthday gifts to each other. Oh, and this God. is this is fucking stupid. Brendan's such an idiot. He got gifts for his two co-hosts. Now these guys are pretty wealthy. They're pretty sure. famous. They're middle-aged. So if you're gonna get a gift for someone, like maybe make it a gag gift, maybe make it fun. Especially if you're gonna give it to them on a show, maybe make it content. This is for Theo. That's for Chris. What is it?
8: This it's is one hundred dollars to Starbucks. <laughs> well, let me look. <laughs> Wow.
11: So <laughs> worst gift giving ever. <laughs> well, no, we're grown,
6: men. Yeah, thank you very there's much. No surprise. So Brendan's just retarded. Mm-hmm. And listen, I know there's a ton of people on the internet who hate Brendan Schaub. I know that there's an entire subreddit that goofs on him, but there still aren't enough sure. people who hate Brendan Schaub. Why doesn't everyone hate Brendan Schaub? The guy sucks. It's funny you say that, too, because my uh, my goal was
7: to shit on Brendan Schaub, but I came out of this hating Chris D'Elia so yeah. much more. Like, he's just more? a fucking jackass.
6: M- more? You hate Chris D'Elia more?
7: I hate Chris D'Elia way more than Brendan Schaub I'm going to need some examples. Because I've always given Brenda, <laughs> Brendan Schaub the benefit of the doubt of, well, he's a fighter. He's taken blows to the head. Chris D'Elia left his house one day and said, I'm going to be a comedian. Joe Rogan convinced Brendan Schaub to become a comedian for some
6: reason. That's a good point. That that That's a good point. All right. Do you have some examples of why I should hate Chris D'Elia more than Brendan Schaub?
7: Well, 13, I feel like we got to get this last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story out of the way. It's been bu- bugging me. Oh, okay.
1: But Ryan, let me fucking blow your <laughs> mind. I'm not going to be let me, shocked. Name me that up, so it's called Turtle mind. Power, by the way. And you can fact check this, okay? The guy who made, who created the jingle for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the guy who created Two
9: and a Half Men. Wow. So he's balling. That's not that shocking. That's not a wow, is That's it? Pretty, two yes, and it have, is, That dude. guy's, no, that guy's crushing. That guy's crushing, bro. Chuck
1: Lori. Chuck Lorre. <laughs> Chuck Lorre made boys it. don't him no slack. He made the teacher Ninja Turtles jingle, dude. Wow. They had that van. How crazy is that? That's crazy. Come on. Have bro. you seen the new one? I don't know if it's that crazy. <laughs> I mean, he's... he's successful in fucking TV and jingles? Dude, that jingle is fire. That jingle is banging, dude. They should make a rap song with it. Lil' Brow should do it.
6: Didn't um, Vanilla Ice do a rap song?
7: I like that he thinks TV jingles and television are completely separate industries. Well, also,
6: Charlie Sheen's character on Two and a Half Men is a jingle writer. That's his profession <laughs> on Two and a Half Men. So it's not like this guy's like, what do I write about, huh? What? Oh, maybe the thing that I do.
7: I'll make that the thing that he does. We might have to shut the podcast down because I'm probably going to blow your mind here. Yeah. You know Alan Thicke wrote the Different Strokes theme song? I did know that, Yeah. I don't want to get too edgy here, but... <laughs>
6: Did you know that his son put a smoking hot babe in a music video and I can't watch it enough? (laughs) (laughs) You might not know that. Who'd have thought? (laughs) Uh, All right. This is just an example of Chris is all over the place. The guy is ADHD. And I I have a feeling there's some cocaine going on here, right? And I'm just alleging that. I don't know that to be true. You know, I'm just saying stuff because I'm a shock jock on the Internet. But this is kind of like what it feels like to be hanging out with Coke heads who don't share Coke.
1: True. I like a coffee shop. My stomach is so fucked up, honestly, because I've been drinking coffee. How about this set, dude? (laughs) Look at this set. I like it. I I don't, I don't, I I just, I just realized it. You see the wing behind you? I know. It's fucking awesome, dude. I don't care. I I don't care about my birthday. No. What am I, fucking, you know what I mean? But. Honestly,
6: this would be fine if I was also high on coke. I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll I'll roll with this, whatever. This set's amazing, dude. Whoa, check it out. Yeah.
7: We can't escape the birthday talk either. No, no.
6: (laughs) This is all they care about for some reason is the birthdays that are going on.
7: Well, if I can, you know, because you're right, I'm not shitting on Brendan Schaub enough. But if you could play clip 17, I just find this to be interesting. Uh, I think it might be a little hypocritical
8: from our pal Brendan Schaub. (laughs)
10: Digga, what's hot? No, Chang. is a stand-up Chang. or Chang, oh, Chang Smith. Smith, you know what I mean? <laughs>
8: you know, TI, TI was at the Laugh Act the other night. Uh, and Chang someone Smith. sent me a note, goes, the that's like C. see bodyguard.
10: So
7: brendan Chob's like, Gu- guys, can you believe this famous guy who's famous for something that's not stand-up <laughs> was being unfunny on a stage?
6: What is wrong? They have no self-awareness. <laughs>
10: The, the, things that, not realize the things that they're known for, you they're said.
6: making fun of other people for. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Has <laughs> Brennan Schaub never read the internet? I know that he has. He's suing people actively. What's What the fuck?
7: You know who I hate, Carl, is blind guys. They're always yeah. reading so fucking close to the screen. It's just annoying.
6: <laughs> they always have fucking bumps on every sign for these <laughs> assholes. What's the deal with that? What's the I deal mean, really? with these people? Wouldn't it be funny if I just literally started piling on blind people, like not understanding where you're going with that? Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> yeah, actually, actually do you're... fucking hate blind people, Mike. You're right. It's fucking oh, assholes. Oh, and they're canes. <laughs> just stay inside. <laughs> and these fucking dogs? They're the worst. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into a couple more of these hilarious uh, ball-busting jokes that they dish
1: out at each other.
9: Bro, it. he's dressed like Starbucks today. Yeah, he's yes. dressed like yeah, one yeah. of the
1: cups. It's this large hey, 17th, yo. man. Yeah, no, no dudes, go like Patty's. this. Do me a favor and go like this. Uh, Rick. <laughs> like you're calling out a name. Oh, no, say Rick. Brandon. No, <laughs>
8: no, mess my name up and say Brandon. It drives me fucking nuts. Oak milk latte
10: with Rick. extra foam. There you go. Let's go.
6: You could tell if you watched that clip that Eric did not want to play along at first. He goes... What do you mean I look like a Starbucks? We, that's retarded. What do you mean? And then they're like, no, 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 go with it. Yell Rick, which is hilarious. And so he's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll fucking play along with you.
7: And you could tell Bre- uh, Brendan wasn't just like mildly annoyed. He gets really pissed if someone calls him Brandon, it
6: seems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was his first go to like, yeah, say fucking Brandon. Try it. See what fucking, happens to you, you, Eric dared. Griffin. <laughs> I dare you to do it. All right. Here's another
9: hilarious joke. Yeah, blind Brendan you. looks like he got molested by a crayon. <laughs> Brendan ain't doing too well over here, bro.
6: He looks like he got molested by a crayon. <clears throat> Notice how I said that crayon? <laughs> yeah. Two syllables, I've learned. Did you know that crayon is two syllables? Like, I say crayon, I think. I do too. Yeah. I, I did. Not anymore. <laughs> I've learned the error of my ways. So it's I crayon. I Don't let do them that. bully you, Carl. Oh, I, I let them bully me. I, I unlike fucking Brendan Schaub, I read the internet. I know what's going on. I'm I'm actively reading it right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, That's fucking Discord. The, the thing is, I think Brendan Schaub,
7: I've, all these guys, I guess, could be more lovable buffoons. Yeah. If a they had like a, I guess Theo's kind of supposed to be the straight man, but there's really no one to point out their idiocy. And mm. they're not aware of it themselves. Like they'll say like, oh, I'm a dumb guy, but you know, they don't believe it. And I think that's the core issue with them.
6: And, and that's funny you say that because I put a note down for myself that this show lacks quality control. There's no one who's like feeding them notes afterwards and saying like, hey guys, this isn't uh, this isn't working out well. it's It's not good. This is when they they recognize that the episode that they're doing sucks. Like they recognize yeah. it. Twenty minutes in, they're looking around and going, "Oh, you know what? This actually
1: is not good." In this episode well, you're doing right now, is a travesty. Is yeah, okay? <laughs> the, the, the fucking the, Do you think well, you're, you're st- were shitting? You think for you're st- I didn't even know you were starting, dude. We were to start I wasn't necessarily shitting. I was in the I'm not
8: saying That's I was for true. sure. I told you not, not to say It's better than that. the new Batman. You're such That's a fucking hater. Sure. Such a hater.
6: Theo Vaughn thinks that what they're doing is better than the new Batman movie. He just said that twice in a row to make sure everyone would hear him. I haven't seen the new Batman movie. I can guarantee, fucking tea, the new Batman movie is better than this show. By leaps and bounds. There's a lot of two problems, two big problems
7: with this podcast. A, there's a lot of them repeating a joke mm-hmm. to make sure that you heard it. Yep. Like over and over again, they'll say, like, actually uh, if you play f- clip 15, it's a quick one of uh, Chris doing exactly that.
1: I'm a little bit upset that every time I try to say, I know <laughs> somebody talks over it and there, I just got it out anyway.
7: <laughs> so like 50 times you saying, I know like remember when uh Kumia would they would talk about Australian people sure. and Patrice would keep doing that. Sure. Yeah. Chris, Chris did it in the background like 45 times. We all heard it, <laughs> but he was desperate to get it out. So it's them trampling each other with these awful jokes that they're worried the laughter
6: hasn't come because you probably haven't heard it. Mike, you're a radio guy, so you probably sure. understand this better than most. I went and did this show called The Brother Wee Show many, many moons ago, and there was right. a big sign in the studio that said one person talk at a time. Seems like an obvious thing, but when you bring guests on, you have to tell them that. Why do these guys not know that?
7: Right, and like I like I said, if there's funny banter, you can certainly talk over each other. Like I don't think it needs to be a hard. And no, fast I don't
2: rule. think that's
13: true.
6: No, no, Mike, done no, no, it. No. I I stop no, 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 no. it. Let you go. Go ahead, Carl. <laughs> what a pro! It's so fucking obnoxious. I
7: hate it. But that's just the thing is they're not interjecting with anything relevant to the conversation. It's I want to be heard is all they're yelling, basically.
6: Well, it's also one of these high energy shows where I think that the people who are watching this, and I'm, I was reading through some of the comments on YouTube. People are enjoying it. They're like, oh, my God, the, the fact that Chris puts that mask on and then takes it off and then puts it back on again. That's awesome.
7: I think they appeal to, uh, you know, mongoloids, essentially. Yeah, like, these <laughs> people are brain dead who are, who are watching and this. I, and I mean, I got to give them credit because... They the episode that I or one of the episodes that I watched had like half a million views, so they're doing something right, I guess, but I just don't understand it. I
6: I don't understand it. I can't understand it. I won't understand it. I refuse to understand it. Not only is Brendan bad at jokes. He's also bad at conversation. Uh, Chris, but anyway, you, you guys also the, look like skip,
8: shit. You, you look like pure shit, dude.
6: <laughs> well, uh, the reason, are you doing yeah. anything for your B-Day? No. Do you get sad on your B-Day like me? No. 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 Brittany, give him you one question at, at, a at a time. time. Yeah, no. Like, he's asking questions that he doesn't care what the answer is because he's not even giving him a chance to answer it. And it's still, sorry, more more B-Day questions.
7: It's, it's, I mean, I wasn't going to say it this time, but it's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous.
6: They have nothing. <laughs> They have nothing to talk about. They get together weekly with just a blank slate, just a clean slate. What are we going to talk about today? (laughs) There used to be a time, Mike, when people, especially comedians, they would live their lives and there'd be enough interesting shit that piled up that they could go and make an appearance at a show and have interesting stories and anecdotes and maybe a cool angle on something now sure. people are broadcasting more often than they're living their lives outside of that. So there's nothing to talk about. They've got right. no, it's too much. They're overexposed. These people are overexposed. It's too much.
7: Well, especially Brendan. I mean, I think they all have multiple podcasts. Like yes, Br- Brendan has at least two patreons, right? The fighter and the kid, and this. Yep. Uh, Dalia has his podcast and this. Like, how much do we need to hear from these guys? Although I will say. It's a very interesting angle. I've never heard anyone promote a Patreon by saying, hey, this weekly podcast that you guys love so much, what if we gave it to you
6: two less times a month? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And then you could pay for it if you wanted to watch it weekly. People are like, no, please put it behind the paywall. God we will pay you. <laughs> we'll pretend it's because we want to say the Edward because we're so edgy and cool. Right. Uh, I I just have a couple more clips on here that I want to play. This is, I guess, there's a running gag that Cristalia thinks he's hot. Oh and, yeah. yeah, and they yeah, bust yeah. his balls about it or something. I'll give you the,
8: the X Factor, but
6: if yeah. you weren't funny, yeah, bro. Oh, hey, dude, hey,
9: you weren't. If you weren't funny, you're four. No, dude, that is okay, man. That is Dude, he's right bro. You look like you don't have any blood in your body.
2: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't,
9: dude. Yeah. But bullshit. Bullshit. It's not just humor, dude.
1: I've got charisma. Uh, I've got uh It's charisma. I've got charisma. What's the other one?
10: I don't know. We're trying to
8: find that. Yeah.
1: We're, we're, we're spinballing
8: here. Oh, shit oh, off, oh I got
1: it. to charm. Out. I knew it was like charisma oh, yeah, and no, charm no, and those no, are no, different, dude. And I've got those.
6: So Brendan Schaub says that if he weren't funny, he'd be a four. Well, he's not funny. Four, yeah. (laughs) So we can figure this out pretty quickly. We we can do the math on this. What would happen if he wasn't funny? He's not. Oh, okay. Well, there you go.
7: (laughs) Chris Chris could take the just out of that sentence. He goes, it's not just humor that gets me laid. Right. No, we not. It's not humor. Definitely not. It's not humor at all. He must be a good-looking guy.
6: (laughs) Or is it that his style of comedy cause we've already described what it is. He says things weird and he says them over and over and he sings them and he, and he says things loudly. Is that mm-hmm. a style of comedy that only 13 to 17 year old girls enjoy? He's I, and I really listen to what I'm
7: saying. He's an unfunny version of Dane cook. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely. That's what Chris Dilly is. Wow.
12: It's <laughs> brutal. Well, we've done it all today. <laughs> yeah,
7: wow. That's a rough right there. <laughs> Holy shit. I meant to start with this, but yeah. clip number 10, it's not particularly funny. I just thought it was a point where, uh, it, because you were talking to, uh, what's his name, Scion Z last week? Yes, we brought Kyle I think on. we found his, Brendan's inspiration for this YouTube lawsuit.
9: You know what I'm saying? It's like
8: he played you got so for a many games. You. you have to go rent games? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah did, dude. Yeah. NFL Blitz, anybody had yes. Cordell Stewart yes, on the front bro. cover?
9: The NFL Blitz Cordell was awesome. Cordell Stewart, a legend. NBA Jam. dude. Stop that. He's no, I'm not, just saying, no.
8: He's, you, know, you know who started that? Uh-huh. Homeboy. Started what? Chris? Started that uh no not Chris. The 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 guy who's now uh, apparently came out as gay. Frank Caliendo? I don't like men's anymore. Yeah. You remember him? He, started he like... said Cordell Stewart is gay. Really? Cordell Stewart's University of Colorado alumni, someone okay. defends the death. He sued him in one. Cordell Stewart's oh. married
1: with kids. He, he started who? that rumor. He he sued uh I uh, like a women's? Yeah. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Why what did that odds? guy why did that guy say that guy Cordell Stewart was
8: gay? I don't know. But he got sued. Defamation of character.
6: So I hear the light bulb going off over I, Brendan's head. I'm not looking for more lawsuits in my life right now, so I'm just going to come out and say Brendan Schaub is not gay. He's just untalented, unfunny, and unappealing in every single way. But he's not a gay man. All right, I just throw that out there. I don't want to get sued. There's a thing that Brendan hasn't grown out of. Like, remember when you were a you know
7: self conscious kid? Yeah. If like one of your buddies called you gay, fuck you. No, I'm not. Right. Brendan still has that very, very much. Like, even just little things, I I don't have a specific example of it, but if they reference, like, uh, hey, do you, Brendan, do you think this guy's handsome? He's like, fuck you, I'm not gay. He's very okay, childish. Brendan,
6: he's, he's a childlike man. <laughs> All right, what else do you have on the board here you want to play? Uh, go with number three. I guess we could find a,
7: a reason why two grown men are getting tattoos. It's a pre- Solid
9: reason. A little bit.
8: And he has the tummy tat and the farmer's tat. I wish he
9: was showing what that is. Yeah, Where's your next tat going to be, Chris? Me? Be honest. Oh, I, Sacramento. You're going to get one up there? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to do it on my chest. Wow. The
1: full chest? Piece? I want to do the full chest, dude. Gangster, of what? Daddy? Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, are you Chet Hanks? I could be. I would love to be. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what, dude. I'm going to get a triceratops. Mm. You know why? Your son's favorite dinosaur. My son loves it, dude. He does. He's, He's going be his favorite. So tops. So tops. Yeah. Dude, and it's-
6: Hold on a second. His kid's going to grow out of lo- loving dinosaurs. He knows that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Carl, that didn't even dawn on me. So cute. <laughs> that's like
9: Brendan.
1: So
9: <laughs> <laughs> <Cell laughs> tops. So <Brendan>. tops. <laughs> well, that's why I got this one. <laughs> that's so- more like it. Sorry, the first one went yeah, yeah, My
8: son can't say zombie, so he wakes up and says chomby, so that's why I got him cute. as a yeah, zombie. yeah, cute. My own. But I thought... Oh. I-
6: oh, Jesus. These people are idiots.
7: Well, my, you know, my uh, newborn niece once said goo-goo, and so I got that <laughs>
6: tattooed on my chest. Yeah, they, my uh, my nephew mispronounced my name, so I got that <laughs> tattooed on me just to remind him what a fucking idiot he used to be. Yeah, Carl <laughs> hey, with a W. <laughs> hey, nephew, look we'll at what you used to call me. I'm not Charles, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, but He's you're the one who got a tattooed on you, you moron. <laughs> Also, be really cool, Dad. When you get to forty years old, shouldn't you be done getting tattoos? Like you should have gotten all the tattoos that you're going to get by the age of forty. I would think,
7: right? No, the T Rex face tattoo will really age well with this kid.
6: <laughs> so stupid.
7: <laughs> uh, all right, and that, I guess my last two, yeah, would be uh, if we could go to number eight. It's a little bit long. But I think it's important to show just how dumb Crystalia is and how long it takes for him to understand fairly basic concepts.
9: Well, thanks. Yeah, it is. Go to like, It's in Oregon, right? It's in Bend, Oregon. Fuck and, yeah, I knew that shit. And it's still popping? <clears throat> Bro, no, no joke. I pull up, mm-hmm. there's a guy walking up to the night drop and dropping his videos in Fuck, there amazing. Yeah. you go inside it's all the same it's like it looks just like the like the like the counter kind of curves there's two people standing there like taking the little thing off yes. of the thing and putting it on the thing Fantastic. or whatever they're doing yeah like scanning up their duties in. they're still scanning it into the old computers I don't it's know. absolutely Fantastic. insane Fantastic. Man. Are so they still charging people for late charges and shit? um i'm sure they probably are and the cool thing is they have all the different sections like uh
8: do they have know, new movies though, or that guy rented like tango and cash you mm, know what i didn't
9: see what the guy rented i did say i thought he Wait, was you cool. can rent movies there yeah yes yeah, Blockbuster. it's, oh, it's functioning is? oh i thought it was like a, a
1: museum or something an uh, archive uh, now there
9: is That'd a, a place you could do a ch- uh, birthday party for children what or adults museum oh, i would do it 100 bro <laughs> i remember
8: blockbuster time. we'd always return it late my mom would always negotiate with the guy like dude you owe like 300 in late fees my mom's like, I know, we just forgot. So anyway, just let's get this one. I'll pay next time. She never
6: paid. Really? <sighs> Great anecdote again.
8: Guess what, my it, mom a, did.
7: what would a blockbuster museum
6: have? I, let me guess. Movies? <laughs> well, that's what's so stupid about that conversation. They go, there's one last blockbuster. And then they describe all the things that blockbuster does, and they're surprised by it. Do they have new movies? I don't know, man. Yes, of course <laughs> they would have new movies. That's what blockbuster does. It has new
7: movies. <laughs> I, I love the idea that Chris thought it was a museum as if they would have all the movies on the shelves, Right, but you can't rent them.
6: <laughs> this is what it used to be like when people went into Blockbusters. Wow, Mommy, really? It's amazing. Wow. Can we go back and watch Netflix now? G- gives
7: a shit. So, so then they uh, keep talking about Blockbuster and how they used to rent from Blockbuster. And I figured we should end on just another ob- obvious lie. Like... And Brendan's just throwing his mom under the bus for some, for some reason. Uh, apparently, this is what him and his mom used to do to mm-hmm. rent movies at Blockbuster. Oh, boy.
1: It's every two weeks. Buy it. It's a video game? I didn't have the money. You no. didn't have the money if you were renting it every two My weeks. My mom would
8: write fake checks. Be cool, man. Okay. His mom was that. Not- his mother was
6: counterfeiting checks and giving them to Blockbuster? You can't bounce checks at Blockbuster every week. You just can't do it. They're going to catch on eventually. <laughs> all right you fooled me last time but i believe you i'd love to talk to brendan shop's mom and be like is it true that you never paid your late fees and you were bouncing checks over the place at blockbuster and that you no, believe brendan when he pissed son in his-
7: just wanted to sound interesting <laughs>
6: yeah exactly she's <laughs> like <laughs> of course i wasn't doing that <laughs> god damn it they're not even good anecdotes though mike they're made oh, up the and worst. they're boring
1: <laughs> okay like who would
7: care That's why, I mean, I have a couple others, but they're all just like that, where it's not, it's the same as what we've played. Like, it's just them tripping on each other, repeating each other's jokes. It's just mindless.
6: (sighs) Yeah, I I think we get it at this point. All right. Well, that brings us to uh, this little segment. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And our cringe of the week comes in from Berserk 850. This is a show called Every Frame a Pause. This is a nine hour long video on YouTube. It has 44,000 views. And about six hours and 15 minutes into this, they get into this. Uh, but, 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 riddle me this Are there more
12: doors or wheels in the world? P.S. Love y'all.
0: Are there more
6: uh,
12: doors? Uh, that is an interesting wheels. question.
0: That
12: is an
10: interesting
12: uh, question.
10: I'm gonna go say with. Say I think they're more. To... I would go with wheels. Well, head, but... Go ahead. I'd go with wheels is because if we're thinking about all cars, they have doors.
12: Yeah, um, but they also have.
0: Oh yeah, of... that's true. A car has more doors. But <laughs> where are than there doors, generally? Yeah, wheels, if we if no we doors. count the uh, if we count the boot as a door, <laughs> which sometimes it is. It is. Okay. It, I I think it up. Op- I mean, it opens and closes and works. Well, do we well count- if, if we, I mean, in that case, do we count? I like, don't know. Hatches? I think it's starting to. Re- yeah, I, I, I would the four doors that are used for you to get through. Okay, here's let's call it this. Let's how let's differentiate it. Doors traversable by open, human beings. Yes, that's that's. The, I think that's the the big one here. It's meant to be gone through by a person.
13: Uh. So a hatch would count. Uh, yeah, right? if-
6: I love that they're debating what defines a door. If that's going to help them get to the bottom of this, yeah, right. we'll figure it out. If we just figure out is a hatch a door or not, because I don't know the answer. Like there is no answer. This is the funny thing about this stupid debate. Why it's so nonsensical is Brendan Schaub. After they that listener asked them that question and they're debating it just like these assholes are, he yep. turns to the the booth and goes, "So what is the answer?" <laughs> the big reveal! Well, yeah, yeah. Well, let's find out. I'm curious. Are there were wheels. The producers
10: been counting. Yeah,
6: right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. Wait,
8: is doorknob really a doorknob a wheel? Like this is gonna,
7: this is gonna be a Twilight Zone episode where I'm gonna walk out of my studio and everyone in my life is gonna be talking about their birthday and this door <laughs> fucking wheel thing.
12: Mike, what are you doing for your
6: birthday? What'd you get for your birthday? Like, no, I got a bunch of on. doors and wheels. <laughs> it's come all or, come What have together. you done to me? Holy shit. All right. Are you familiar with a man named Greg Opie Hughes, Mike? Oh, boy, am I. We're in the midst of this Opie song parody contest going on in the show right I now. And for some inspiration, I was going back to some old O a clips. And of course the very famous grape fight from uh, oh, yes. March of 2009, when uh, Anthony was eating grapes on air and Opie lost his shit about it. And they got into uh, a little fight and I'm listening to this. I'm like, Oh, there's a couple things in here that are pretty interesting based on what we now know unfolded. And uh, this is kind of interesting with, uh, Opie, in 2009, was clearly ready to move on from Anthony. Dude, dude, let's something. stop
3: doing this. I don't what? care. I could go do something else. No, you couldn't. I certainly could. Oh, For that? this? <laughs> I, I could do something else tomorrow. What? Do another radio show, whatever. Good. Or sit out a year. I don't care. Really?
9: Yes. You're going to spin really. records again?
3: Oh, you're going to make Are fun you? of me?
9: No, I'm not making fun of me. Like I didn't. Making fun of me. At least I'm not like, saying like, you didn't, like, like didn't... want
3: to do the show. Like I, didn't, like, I didn't, wasn't successful on my own? Uh, I'm only successful if I spin records. Did I fucking Dude, say my, that? Or I'm saying my whole problem with you is very simple. I I don't hate you. I don't dislike you. But I we're moving in extremely different directions, and and it it, it is going to be close to time to move on. That's all.
6: So what's interesting about this is that Opie likes to say in his revisionist history thing now that Anthony was going to leave the show. We built the studio in his house, and he was ready to move on anyway. Opie was the one pushing for them to be broken up going all the way back to 2009 because Anthony was eating a grape out of the air. And he yeah. got all pissed actually off. A ton, if you go back and listen to that whole interview, there's a ton of foreshadowing in that. Yes. Like, to the
7: point where if you said, hey, how did An- Opie and Anthony break up? It's like, well, listen to this from 2009, and then yep. it took, like, six
6: years. <laughs> yep. And actually, this is interesting because after the fight, at the very end of this 28 minutes of back and forth, um, someone's uh, on pale talk is what they used to use to get instant feedback from listeners in the studio? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, someone's saying I'm not going to make it on my own. i give it a shot, though. Oh, stop. <laughs> I've only been doing radio since I was 18. I'm willing to oh. give it a shot, you asshole.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, someone says I won't be able to make it on my own. Well, they haven't seen what I can do inside a car while waiting for the street sweeper, so watch out. Reinvent myself. He sounds defiant,
12: but he just got kicked in the nuts.
6: Yeah, he did. I'm since I was 18. Yeah, but not well.
7: No Who cares? Yeah. It's also funny how he throws out success. Like, yeah, like he had his own show at night or whatever. And that's like a lot of radio guys wish they could have that. But he throws out like, you know, Anthony, as we all know, I had the number one morning show in America. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's not the his, his
6: measure of success is very light. Yeah, he was, do- he was doing a show in Long Island, like late nights, Not maybe not late nights, yeah. but evenings.
7: So essentially, he's a millionaire saying, what, like, I could go back to doing that? that's a
12: little weird. Right.
6: Also saying that you've been doing something since you were a teenager. Like I've been having sex with girls since I was a teenager. doesn't mean I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm right, certainly right. am not.
12: <laughs> let's get those teenagers in
6: here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's listen to some Opie songs here. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play this whole one, but this is uh, from Chris from Toronto sent in the long Island Facebook stream. <laughs>
7: I can't believe that I'm a total unknown,
14: recording podcasts with an Android phone, now it's riding high, now there's nothing going on, I record a
3: podcast Carl can't explain, listening to
14: Listen to and
6: All right, Chris is tapping out. <laughs> I, the, the mix is tough on that one. The guitar is yeah. way too loud. I was going to say, if he
7: had it well produced, I think there was something there. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can't
6: hear what the lyrics are, and I'm trying to. Right. That's the whole point. Like, parody size, you want to hear the lyrics. <laughs> I, mean, I'm I sure, would say so, yeah. Sir, you're a great guitarist. Don't get me wrong. You could really strum those chords, but go ahead and uh, mix that a little differently. All right, this is, uh, this is interesting because uh, are you familiar with uh, the Ram Jam song? Uh, Black Betty. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So the, the fun thing about this song is that it's got a very long instrumental intro. So if you were going to do a parody of this, what would you do? Oh, God. You might want to cut back on it. <laughs> I was gonna cut all this out, but now I think it's actually funny. Wait,
10: <laughs> oh, yeah, now there's no choice. Yet. Coming up, we got Ram Jam. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Giving away two ticks oh, to the UATP Live. my fucks, Bam, bam. Whoa, <laughs> boy, fucks. bam, bam. Got thrown up the air.
2: Is happen bam 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 a podcast from Bob Bamba Bamba Begging Full stars. Bam ba bam. Oh
4: beast white fuck bam ba bam. Oh beast white fuck bam ba bam. Yeah.
6: So, I like the concept. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so that was from Scott the Trucker. Um, obviously <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the whole
7: yeah, again, I think he needs a producer cleaning it up for him.
6: the whole story with uh, Bam, <laughs> I think is uh what that was all about. All right, this is one of my favorites by far so far.
15: OP 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 I E OP 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 OP
6: So that wasn't actually Matt Farley who said that end. I know, I I thought maybe you'd be confused about that. That guy
12: brazenly sang a minor scale over major
15: sevens.
6: (laughs) That was from uh, Power 300 All right, this next one comes in from Brian DeWald, who I believe sent in some Suttering John songs as well.
3: I would say turn off the live stream right now. It's Leslie Larson, Lakers game, The Batman, Tom Brady, Russell Westbrook, Marvel movies, Graham Crawford, The Fourth Raiders, Opie and Dabbling John podcast. Good afternoon, Pat (laughs) Duffy. Prices, shitty, Carl Ruiz, my YouTube channel, Russian conflict, Scott Watson, Fleetwood Mac, goddamn Vic Henley, stuttering John, Metallica, <laughs> couple beers, Anthony Comien. I would <laughs> never consider Anthony a good friend. I thought we were friends. We were never good friends. I would never consider Anthony a good friend. I I I, I, I can't do this every day. Gotta stop with this horseshit. For Howard Stern, Minnesota, Black Magic Woman, Bill Burr, Will Chamberlain, uh, Spotify, what are you doing? Oh my God. What's wrong, doggy? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry. I would never consider Anthony a good friend. I thought we were friends. We were never good friends would never consider it to be a good friend I, I i i i can't do this every day you gotta stop with this horseshit what the
1: they said the what the What
6: now what the all right that's some good clips that they was able to i pull. like that yeah, i thought yeah. that was fun <laughs> uh and what i'm gonna play for you now is the front runner in my opinion this one comes in from tony muskrat uh, who also sent in the uh John's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I thought probably should have won the uh Suttering John song parody. So there's a lot going on in this one. I'll just I'll let it play.
4: Are you to have a radio show, but it just didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. You know, I try hard to come up with the bits like, like baby diaper mustache and <laughs> give yourself a is my wife's parents, they, they. They don't want to hear about Anthony talking about blacks on the radio show. So I'm sitting there one day and I'm hungry, so I snap my fingers at an intern to bring me my blueberries, but he wouldn't bring them to me. All I wanted was some blueberries, and he wouldn't bring them to me. So I started a new show, and Anthony's obsessed with me, and Jim is obsessed with me, and the Owen fans are obsessed with me they won't leave it alone and it builds up inside uncle paul is too crap i'm going bald so i wear hats i can't joke i can't <laughs> laugh at anything at all <laughs> i'm not crazy Greg's delusion you're the one that's crazy Greg's delusion everyone's crazy Greg's delusion my co-host he hates black my wife gangbang jackass i can't joke i can't laugh at anything that's aimed at myself <laughs> Now we're walking on Greg's shells Walking on Greg's shells One, two, three, and they're looking at me while I move my car across the street. My show debuted at number three. I'm gonna make it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna make it one day. My friends all died or ran away. I'm gonna make it. If Opie was broke, would he be able
3: to get fancy man pedicures where skin flies off his heels from not wearing shoes
6: all summer like a homeless person? Wow. it's a lot to process right there. Yes. Holy shit. It was well done. Although, I, I'll be honest, I think I like that we didn't start the fire one better. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. Well, you got to have a little controversy. We, we'll continue doing the OP song parody. I know I have a few more submissions that came in. So, we'll uh, we'll continue that next week. Keep those coming, please. Excellent stuff. Always enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, Mike, I was listening to the latest Blind Mike Project you were talking about uh, Amy Schumer, and right. uh, you were talking about how as soon as you bring up Amy Schumer, everyone has to pile on how unfunny she is. Yeah. And if you bring up Tom Myers, people don't get so upset about it. But for some reason, with Amy Schumer... It's true. They yeah, do. people enjoy Tom Myers' unfunniness. And, and so I thought maybe we should uh, delve into that a little bit.
0: You know, it's no different than you know, a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do.
6: Tom Myers just put out a brand new episode of Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. And you know, he starts off with his little monologue, the, the mm-hmm. fun political jokes that he likes to do. <laughs> By the
7: way, was it Vinny that brought this to the show? I forget, yes. but whoever thought of a uh, guess, the punchline for Tom Myers is yes. brilliant. I love that.
6: Game. I love that too. <laughs> All right. So you're going to have to explain this first joke to me. Cause I think I know why it got a laugh,
0: but I'm not positive. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Joe Biden was heckled during his State of the Union speech by Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. They both reminded me of the remaining cast members of Sex and the City if they joined QAnon, blocked Miranda on Facebook, and moved to Staten Island. So I'm guessing the reason why they
6: got a reaction is because of the word Staten Island, right? I guess, and he kind of leaned
7: into it. That's funny.
6: Yeah, it, it reminded me. Staten Island. Rem, I remember. Reminded me of that character Joe Piscopo used to play. on I said, so going back a long ways, where he's like, "I'm from New Jersey," and like that was the joke. Like, oh, New Jersey! <laughs> wow, what an idiot! You know, it's like, oh, look at these dummies from Staten Island. Like, okay, good one. <laughs> I get it. They're idiots there. <laughs> Everyone who lives there's a moron. I get it. Good one. <laughs> good one, Tom. All
0: right, let's uh, let's keep them going. This is a fun one. Mike Pence criticized Donald Trump for focusing heavily on the results of the 2020 election when they should be looking forward to 2022 and 2024. Their newfound sense of moving forward means Republicans are ready to advance women's rights to keep up with the demands of the late 1800s. So the joke there, Mike,
6: is that Republicans are so far behind the times, they can't even go up to the late 1800s. That was over 100 years ago. (laughs) Isn't that great? You know what, Carl? I didn't get it. And then when you put it like that, finally, the (laughs) laughter hit me. It's so good. The other thing that Tom Myers does is he goes for shock humor. And it's so weird because he's just such an awkward guy that when he does these Yeah, he doesn't
7: know what he wants to be. If he's the shocking guy, if he's observational, if he's political...
0: Well, well, this is a little bit of all of those things And this joke. Oh, good. A QAnon election denier who believes she can time travel is running for office in Ohio.
14: Oh, She is.
0: <laughs> if the ability to time travel was possible, then I would go back in time and convince the parents of all these candidates to swallow. Ha! 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 So, Whoa! Jeez, Tom. So My kids are what,
6: listening. I think what Tom is saying is that the parents of these people he doesn't like or align with politically he would want the the mom to swallow the dad's cum and not actually have him finish inside her vagina and that she would get. Do you understand where he's going with that? Again, Carl, you see, you're so insightful with yeah. his.
7: Yeah. I, I, you understand Tom Myers the way no one else
6: does. I'm a Tom whisperer of sorts. I want to point out that when he first started doing the show with these co-hosts, he never got a peep out of anyone. And now I think that they are programmed to react in some way, even if it's Jeff Heisen just going, "Ugh," which is usually how he reacts <laughs> to these jokes. But they I, all I'd react. love to
7: receive Tom Myers post-show notes, like, "Hey, a little
6: laughter wouldn't <laughs> yeah, hurt. A little right.
7: jocularity."
6: Hey, uh, when I say I'm your host, Tom Myers, you know, a little clapping would be nice at that. <laughs> he does it multiple times. He introduces all of his guests, and then he introduces them individually, and each time they have to fucking clap for each other. Has he oh, never God. seen a show the audience claps? The hosts just sit there. <laughs> I uh, was
7: disappointed producer Chris didn't get up and give me a standing O when I was introduced to
12: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I'll, he'll get notes. Oh, Don't you. worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll share some notes with him. It was off mic. He couldn't
6: see it. All right. Uh even oh, this is funny. These people don't even know where the punchlines are in these jokes. This is how bad these jokes are. They don't know when to laugh.
0: Maryland Congressman Andy Harris says he wants his constituents to know how many illegal immigrants accused of crimes are being released into their neighborhoods. I suppose he would be cool with it. <laughs> I suppose he would be cool with it if they had done something of which he approved. Like storm the Capitol. <laughs> So he stopped talking for a
6: half a beat. Yeah. And the woman's yeah. not paying attention, of course. And right. she's just like, oh, that must have been the punchline. No, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> oh, it wasn't. You're, all. you're way off. It was so littered with laughter all the way through. That's even, what was happening there. Even his setups are great. That must be yeah. what it is. <laughs> okay. So this woman who goes on his show from time to time was interviewed on an NPR, local NPR station about women in comedy. And for some reason she decides to bring up the fact that she's been on Tom Myers podcast. Like these people are proud of this.
0: You thought to uh name check this podcast on a, <laughs> on an interview you did.
15: Yes. Yes, I did. I so did. This you still owe me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this wasn't like on, this is on a local uh, NPR station the one yeah, in uh, WYPR. P-Y-P-R. Right.
15: Yeah, they interviewed me about women in comedy, and I happened to mention that I was on this podcast sometimes. There's no comedy on this podcast.
6: Why would you bring this up? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's but, Tom Myers attacking the world. Don't you understand? <laughs> I was disappointed that these people were proud of this. I was wondering why they come back and do this show week after week, and it turns out they actually think they're doing something that's of high quality. Well, it's a big credit. <laughs> You're right. I, I, I got to drop that. He, and then t- Tom Myers, of course, plays the clip from this local NPR station of her talking about how she was on his show. It's like, you already described it. It's fine. We get it. He had, to, he had to prove it. So this was interesting. Tom Myers decides to go back into his monologue after he starts gotcha. the show. So it's weird. It's kind of like awkward. He's like having a conversation with
0: someone and they just bust right back into his jokes. The reason the idea of a land war by Russia still seems shocking to some of us is that this generation is genetically predisposed to believe that World War III would be settled by a dance-off on TikTok.
11: <laughs>
0: Louis C.K. was set to do a show in Kiev, but it was canceled. Naturally, there are the security concerns associated with Louis competing with Vladimir Putin to see who can cause the most damage to one's career by firing out of cylindrical objects.
14: Oh. Oh, ho! You know, it's not
0: funny, but I'm,
14: um, you know, I
7: get it. That's a bit of a stretch. I'll tell you though, I didn't see a jerk off joke coming when he mentioned Louie. Oh, I was yeah. not expecting that. <laughs> well, what are the chances? Quite a
6: misdirection. He would tie those two yeah, things right. together. Wow. <laughs> That's the brilliance of Tom Myers. He's the king. He's the greatest. Oh, I wanted to ask you something because you threw this out there a couple
7: weeks ago. And maybe it was just a joke that went over my head. Did you say Tom Myers is a special coming out on Gas Digital?
6: I did say that, yes. Yes. Is that true? I think it's already come out, actually. I haven't looked into it. Does anyone in the Discord oh know? God.
7: I have to find this.
6: Yeah, I know. We have to do a bonus show about it or something.
7: It's very exciting.
6: Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was it was advertised on the internet, so it must be true, right? <laughs> yeah. I would think so, yeah. But I
7: wasn't able. I looked, and I wasn't able to find it, but I'm, I'll do some more digging.
6: Oh, okay. You know what? I've even looked. So I, th- th- oh, this right. is what I was told. Uh, Lewis, uh, yeah, okay. People don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I fell for something. <laughs> all right
0: this is a, this is the definition of a joke not landing right here. Applebee's criticized CNN for airing one of their commercials during footage of the Russians shelling Ukraine. Ah, yes, we should all take our moral cues from a national restaurant chain that pushes bar food to a nation who is one serving of brew pub pretzels and beer cheese dip away from a cardiac episode. <laughs> <laughs>
6: It's such a convoluted punchline, and he's making fun of Applebee's. How hard is that? It's cool. the only dumpster homeless people avoid. He shouldn't be making fun of restaurants. It's yeah, right. <laughs> and this is the, the easiest thing to make fun of. And he's like, and the the problem with Applebee's is that they serve food that is high in calories. That there's a lot of people in America who are already overweight. Okay, we got it.
7: <laughs> but even the premise, like Applebee's was saying, hey, you played our silly commercial after War cover, like. They're making fun of themselves essentially. Like right. why why is Tom Myers attacking this poor
6: company? All right, let's find out why this is happening in Ukraine. Why is Russia invading Ukraine in twenty twenty two? How did it come to this? Well, if I had to ask you, Mike, what these people would think, because they're all like minded on this show. What do you sure. think the what answer do you think they would give for that that simple question? Uh they're taking their advice from Donald Trump?
14: And um, part of why I think he attacked now is that he thought that Trump had destabilized NATO to the point where they would be ineffectual and wouldn't be so coherent as a group. And that's why this happened now.
6: That's right. Donald Trump is the answer. You nailed it, Mike. I can't believe it. What are the chances? It terrifies me that I think, like, I'm able to <laughs> get into the minds of these people. These fucking people are so stupid. What does that even mean? He's destabilized NATO which NATO could easily respond if they want to. They don't because we don't want world war three. What does that even, these people are so ill-informed, have no understanding they're just what's broken. going there,
7: on. Any news topic that comes up there, like, is this a chance to talk
6: about Trump? Can we tie Trump into this somehow? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that, that's the only way that they think. And this is just kind of interesting. Cause I just want to point out how dumb these people are.
5: Tucker Carlson, spokesperson for the far right is being played on Russian TV. I saw that. I couldn't believe it,
15: you know? And I can't believe he hasn't – I'm surprised that the United States government hasn't taken some kind of action.
6: They're surprised that the government hasn't censored media that they disagree with. <laughs> How did we get to this place where someone's surprised that people are able to actually have the freedom of speech in this country? And I, it's funny because it goes back to Alex Jones getting deplatformed, off of all social Mm -hmm. media and i remember the argument back then it wasn't that long ago the argument was well it's not the government doing it you know twitter and and youtube these are private businesses they can do whatever they want and now we've gotten to the point where it's like why is tucker carlson allowed to say this shit he should be taken off the air you know who handles their media correctly actually russia as a matter of fact (laughs) yes in fact they even say this like they can't tie the two things together because they say this later on
14: it did improve the russian economy for a long time. Now that's all going to go away, but I can see why people like him until now. Well,
15: and especially when he's controlling Russian TV and the information that they're getting or not getting, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, just a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's more cult like.
6: So now they're saying that it's bad that Putin controls the media, but why is not our government taking Tucker Carlson off the air? Like they don't understand their own idiocy. Well, it is very bad. It's
7: horrible that Vladimir Putin is censoring and like, you know, uh, distributing such misinformation. And also, I want Tucker Carlson thrown in a cage. But I don't see how those two things are connected. Well, this is let's
0: get it back into the Putin jokes. When he first took office, Vladimir Putin was like a new toy that a kid would get for Christmas. Now his reputation throughout the world is tantamount to it sitting in the back of the closet, gathering dust. Its last piece of action it saw was being humped by the family's aging Jack Russell terrier with a bladder problem. The effect of the invasion of Ukraine on the Russian economy means that Vladimir Putin's actions make what Herbert Hoover did during the start of the Great Depression seem mild by comparison. Boom!
6: Hot take. It's going back to Herbert Hoover's policies. Holy shit! This guy's an idiot, just like Herbert Hoover was. I thought Herbert Hoover was played out, but here we are. Do you guys remember 1931? No, I actually don't, but. Good joke, Tom. It's
7: topical. It's been so long that it's become hip again to make her yeah, bad right. jokes. <laughs> How
6: many Wikipedia articles does this guy read in order to write his comedy set? Read. I mean, that... I
7: think every Tom Myers joke, every time I hear a Tom Myers joke, I assume there has to be someone that bet him before he told it. Like, hey, I bet you can't jam these six items into one <laughs> yeah. joke. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Can you put 22 words into a punchline? Yeah, of course I can. I can, I can make that happen. <laughs> Haven't you heard my act? <laughs>
15: it's just i i don't get it i don't understand it i don't i i it it makes absolutely no sense to me
6: and that sums up tom Myers versus the rest of the world very very well holy shit does that show suck (laughs) all right uh what else is going on oh you know we're all done with the stuttering john uh parody song contest Right. But it doesn't stop people from sending in Stuttering John parody so, Oh good Yeah this is one from uh, Eminius. And this is uh, Thank you for the super chats
13: uh, We got a super chat here from Pamela Anderson Thanks for the two bucks uh, Nicholas Cage Coming in with five bucks uh, We got one here from Algorithm Thanks for the five bucks uh, One here from Nick Gurr Thanks for the two bucks Thank you for the super chats the Super Chats. Please send in more Super Chats. Give me all your Super Chats. I've got 10 bucks here from John Stinklines. He says, Hey, stuttering fuckface, go fuck yourself. Listen, all you trolls out there, I got your cash so I don't care. Just keep on sending in your money. I think it's nothing funny. I also got the names of Soon you say something I don't like A lawsuit's coming down the pipe A little there, a little here It all adds up to buy me beer So keep that oolah flowing in So I can stay hydrated I need to buy my baloney Because I need my energy Wow, <laughs> someone sent in 200? Uh, I, I can't refund I need to be able to buy my blue chewed <laughs> I need to be able to pay my child support For my kids for my electric pills I need you to send in Super Chats So give me all that you can give I need to kill these cockroaches They're everywhere and I can't afford to hire Mixed Terminator I also need to buy a car So I can drive down to the bar And buy the finest cores with your Super Chats uh, Patrick Michael's Crying Baby, send in five bucks uh, two bucks from Vinnie Peacocks <laughs> And uh
6: I just played that because I thought it was catchy. I just yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, That's a fun <laughs> chorus. Listen if you combine
7: that. that guy's production skills with the guitar playing Opie guy, I think you'd have one mastermind. <laughs> yeah.
6: Maybe they'll find each other somehow, some way. I haven't played this one yet, but Doug from the jingles department sent this. And back when we were doing the contest, he said, this isn't for the contest. It's just a, uh, a trap song for Stuttering John.
2: The club said, don't ever book me again. The club said, don't ever book me again. The club said, don't ever book me again. You have a brand new a Mercedes. You're a self-declared multimillionaire. I'm like dude i don't when it comes to my private finances i'm not gonna tell you exactly what i have and what i don't have because i know the trolls are listening for all you know i'm driving around in a tesla for all you know what well, you know i'm driving around in a freaking uh PR. it doesn't matter i'm not gonna tell you what i'm driving around in, nor am i gonna tell you how much money i have in a bank Look, look, I'm honest about everything They say I'm worth five million I'll tell you this, I'm not worth five million T- Tesla's the way to go Then he started writing paragraphs and paragraphs About <laughs> flat screen TVs And there were only things for the $5 uh, super sticker on Super chat, super chat, super chat Uh, Saturday It was just a troll It was just a troll When did I think it was funny? I felt bad I told I'd give her back the money as soon as I get paid A money-centric fool or something I'm like... <laughs> What the hell is wrong
6: with you? John doesn't rap about money correctly. <laughs> He's supposed to brag about having money. He does just what the opposite. What is a
7: self-declared millionaire, by the way?
12: You know who he sounds like in those higher registers, right? Opie? Yeah, totally. <laughs> High registered
7: Opie? Yeah. <laughs> the similarities between those two are
6: staggering. Like They've just become the same guy, pretty much. It's interesting, because what would Suttering John be if he had millions of dollars in the bank? Is is Mike... Would, would he not make a fool of himself on the internet? Cause Opie I has, I mean, that's what he was doing
7: at his, at his highest success on the Howard
6: Stern show. He was making a fool of himself on the air. right? <laughs> well, that's true. Yes, you know? that's true. He did make that movie one too many. So yeah, I, I think Suttering John with money would still be funny. Now that I think about right. it, because that's really the only difference between the two of them is so that you're saying
12: Opie has to make a movie, right?
6: That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that on our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So I mentioned last week that there's a a new legal threat because John thinks that because I was playing clips from his paywalled content, that now there's copyright infringement and he can sue me, which is, I mean, YouTube already told him that's not true, but he's still like really leaning into this. And every episode this week has been about that, except for he's having a little bit of problems because his attorney won't get back to him.
2: (laughs) shout out to michael popock i haven't heard from michael since his girlfriend got into a fender bender there's no way he could be mad at me for that i didn't because i didn't read the gf but he hasn't responded there's no way i i know he's gonna say john relax i'm not mad at you i know it but you know you know i get a little insecure with that because i don't want to piss anybody off. really
12: so no. his his lawyer's mad that John hit her car? Or? No, oh, I'll, okay.
6: I'll give you the story here because then he brings on the Midas Touch Brothers ah, who okay. are very close with the great Michael <laughs> Popak. And they all discuss this with each other. Um, <laughs> Hey, Ben, have you heard from Popak? <laughs> no, I think Popak's missing. Popak Popak is, no, Popak Popak is,
12: Popak is,
6: missing? is missing? No, no, no. Popak. I spoke to Popak earlier today.
2: Okay, so I guess he is mad at me. This is the weirdest thing, guys. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. He's supposed to come on, right? Yeah. So at 11.59, a minute before I start the show, he's he's, he's my first guest at 12.15 and talking about my lawsuit with Sirius and um, and another lawsuit that I'm g- going to be doing soon. Anyway, so... He has to keep bringing me out. I, I scan my phone as I'm about to start the show, and it says, all I see is John... Uh, I got an offender bender. Oh no! I'm not gonna be able to make it today. So I go, I go. Wow! <laughs> you didn't give me too much notice. And then he goes, Well, don't worry. You know my girlfriend's fine. And then I realized that he typed in my GF, gotten to offend the bender. Oh I, no! Yeah, I don't speak with you know initials GF. I didn't even know the guy had a girlfriend.
6: Well, ignorance does not make you uh, guilt-free on this one, John.
7: Also, did you not see it, or did you not know what GF
6: meant, or which excuse is it, John? <laughs> that's a great point. I didn't pick up on that. He's got two different excuses of why it's not his fault. I just think that's what so a self- funny. He
7: really is a self-absorbed
6: yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. This this guy writes him a note. Hey, my girlfriend just got in a car accident. I can't come on the show in 15 minutes. And John's only thought is, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? You screwed me over here. Not enough notice. When do you know you're going to get in a fucking accident? <laughs> Couldn't she have got an accident yesterday? What's her problem?
7: Ah, Carl, Saturday at 2, there's a chance I'm in an accident by then. <laughs> I
6: told you not to drive. Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> this was no yeah, accident. That is on me, I get. <laughs>
2: this is on you.
6: So disrespectful. So, no, no, no.
4: I mean, he should not no, 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 no. I
2: just think that because then I texted him a few times. I'm so sorry, Mike. I didn't get the GF. I'm not initially gifted. So and you were like,
6: when I thought it was you who got in the fender bender, yeah. I was like, bullshit excuse. Yeah. But now well, that no. I heard it's your girlfriend, yeah. now that I understand what GF says, now, okay, now I'll give you a pass.
2: Am I? Yeah. Well... Well, you know, it's because all of us men, c- come on. I mean, if it's Popuck and it's a fender bender, I mean, we all get the fender benders. It's not like, you know, I don't cry over a fender bender. But if it's his girlfriend, then I got to show him the respect and go, Yeah, you, you go. know, is she okay? But I didn't know. No, I, how could you? And I kept texting him, Ben. I, I kept going, hey, Mike, I, You know, you know, I don't know if you're upset with me, but I didn't see the GF. So, you know. Uh, the Midas Touch guys are coming on If you want to surprise yeah. them No response Alright So he's getting blown off here
6: <laughs> And he's putting them in the middle of it Yeah, right. It's like hey you know our mutual friend He's not texting me back what the fuck's up with that You're like I, I don't know <laughs> Ask him I don't know what the fuck Can you believe I that called that? him at his
7: girlfriend's funeral <laughs> And he's not getting back That doesn't make any sense
6: Also the idea that he, that he thought that Michael Popok Got in a car accident it's like, well, you have to deal with shit when that happens. You can't just be like, look, I'd, I'd love to exchange insurance and write up a police report, but I got to go on Stuttering John's show in five minutes. So. Oh, Stuttering John, sir. <laughs> that's all <laughs> right you to say.
10: Way.
6: <laughs> well, you will get the Stuttering John pass then, my friend. I like how the
12: one uh, Midas Touch brother called him Pocky.
6: Pocky, yeah. They're our buddies. Yeah. We also
7: really breezed over the phrase initially gifted. As if he's not gifted with
6: initials. Yeah, and, yeah good point. <laughs> initially gifted. That's not what that means. I'm not initially gifted. This is the guy who names <laughs> his chapters
12: F and G. Yeah,
6: right. I can't read words. I can't read letters. Yeah. I, it's tough. What are we supposed to do? All right. And LOL, then, I don't understand what that means. And then I don't know why these Midas Touch guys deal with John at all when they watch his brain break in the middle
2: of their conversation. And I'm so like, you know, like, I'm so, you know, like, like, I, you know. It, it, it. All right. <laughs>
6: it's, just a fun, it's a fun little clip. So now John starts talking to this other attorney. One of the Midas guys is an attorney because he wants to get some feedback on what happened with the SiriusXM lawsuit. Cause that's what Michael Popak was supposed to come out and talk about because they had their day in court with the three judges. And they wanted to find out what was happening. And John gets called out here. This is great.
2: But I have a legal issue that I got to talk to him about. Too, <laughs> and plus, he was going to come on and talk about the whole series like Sam, Because Ben, I don't know if you heard. You know, they went into oral um, arguments
16: in front of the Second
12: Circuit, huh?
2: Yeah. So that's pretty damn good. I mean, the, I mean that the, sur- uh, the, the Second Circuit that the Second Circuit was cool with hearing the case. You know, isn't isn't that like the first hurdle to get over?
12: Well, I mean, I guess the question is if you win in the 2nd circuit, so the, the, the fact that they hear the case is. I mean, they're, they're supposed to hear the case, but if they rule in favor of you in the case, that would be great. And you could usually get a good indication of where they're going to rule. Based on the questions that they ask you from the bench, and so you can get a sense of where the panel is. Did you hear about how it went?
6: Wait, hold on. Before Ashday even answers that, what, what Day, what what a con you pulled on me over here. I thought we were going to be talking about Midas, talking about the news. But no, you wanted Ben on here for, for for the legal advice.
2: Oh, come on. I'm going to move on to everything else in about two seconds. <laughs> Honestly, brilliant way
6: to get free legal advice. the yeah, He can't bill me if he's a guest on the pod. Genius.
2: <laughs> g- genius strategy. strategy. Now, okay, so we'll get right into it. So I was watching... All right, I'm, I'm really glad they called him out on that. that. One
12: guy might get sued for that implication.
4: <laughs> I don't need advice. I was
7: cleared by the second cervix. Didn't you hit me? <laughs> <laughs> I think what's are those fu- Midas Touch Brothers the guys that were on with Portnoy
6: a few weeks ago? Yes. Boy, what a fall from grace! Jesus those, Christ. Yeah, those are the guys that Jordy uh, used the Edward in a text message yeah, to his fiance. Yeah. yeah, that's those guys. So I think it's funny that. Michael Polpak is trying to make it seem like they have a case and it's going to go, it's going to win and all this great stuff. He's like, isn't it amazing? We're actually going to be heard by the judges, the panel of judges. And so John asks one other attorney about this. He goes, well, yeah, they're supposed to hear it. That's the fact they didn't throw it out. Doesn't mean it's a good case. You know, it depends (laughs) on like what kind of questions they're asking. And I haven't seen the video, but from what I heard, it sounded like the judges had a lot of questions that Polpak did not have answers for. And I'm guessing that's probably one of the reasons why he's avoiding John. He doesn't really have any uh, good news to share with them about this SiriusXM case because it's. Has anyone ever asked
7: John? And I know you're a student of this, and I know you've brought it up before, but is there ever a point
6: where John addresses the idea that SiriusXM played his audio for years? And he didn't yeah, I, I've brought that up many times because for 14 years. He didn't say anything. It wasn't until he was unemployed that all of a sudden his right to publicity was so important to him. It's the most mind-boggling one. I'm amazed it hasn't gotten thrown out, quite frankly. I, I, same here. It's shocking. So it'll get thrown out pretty soon, I'm I'm pretty sure. But that won't stop John from his next lawsuit, suing yours truly.
2: Um, Called my attorney today as I prepare my next lawsuit which is <laughs> coming down the pike type me and this one is not going to be something that somebody could easily squeeze out of limbs leslie ramsden even though their lame excuses just that a lame excuse would not hold up on any court
6: all right so john's This is the Thursday show. So I was playing you the Tuesday show where he's saying Popak won't return my tax. So now he has to pivot and pretend that he's talking to Popak again. Right? So he's like, oh, yeah, I talked to my attorney today. We're definitely going to sue Carl, even though Carl's got that lame excuse. You know, fair use. What a lame excuse fair use is. I've got a whole legal team. It's not just (laughs) Popak. Yeah, I know. He's making it sound like he's got this whole team. And he's trying to scare me again. And it never works. I don't know why he does this. Oh, he doesn't learn from his mistakes. So I think he's mad that I make more money from his beer on the balconies than he does. Right? I, yeah. I, I think he wants a cut of it. And I'm willing to negotiate. If he wants to reach out to me for some kind of a profit-sharing arrangement. Or beer. I just want, yeah, or, or beer. I just want control over booking the guests. That's all I want, John. And then we can How many 30 racks can you afford? Profit-sharing agreement on that. Oh, All right, this is uh, just a fun clip.
2: Where shall I begin? I'll start with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just put it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for paying me to troll me. I love it. So someone
6: put up there, Shuli one, John zero, because <laughs> obviously, uh, Shuli, actually just put out another episode with, uh, Eso goofing on john that was that was really good they played a whole other uh show of john goofing on Shuli. and so uh Shuley's finally starting to fight back and i i do like that i think it's fun
7: Shuli wasn't intimidated john called him a loser <laughs> yeah, and he come back right. from a knockout like
6: that i love that john's starting his show and he's immediately distracted by the chats that he's reading and then he <laughs> pretends that he loves it when people give him by the way that was two dollars and 79 cents canadian He's like, uh, he's like, all right, make fun of me all you want. I'm getting your money. Yeah. It's like, well, then why are you suing me? If you know that you make money from people trolling you, then why are you pretending to want to sue me? And it, it doesn't. None of it makes any sense. It's a matter of principle. Right. Yeah. Of course. My lame excuse. <laughs> That's great. So this is John announcing that
2: the DC trip is on. Every, every dollar helps as uh, my flight is booked to D.C. there's Just got off the phone with Gonzo, and uh, he's going to meet me in D.C. Not saying exactly when. Don't want to tip anybody off. But I will be going to D.C. So every little bit helps. There's, there's the Venmo.
6: He says he doesn't want to tip anyone off. Who, like Republican senators? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think like... Ted Cruz wants to go out to dinner with his wife, and they're like, not this weekend, sir. Stuttering John Melendez has a camera crew. We can't let you go out to dinner. It's too dicey out there. Who's
7: he tipping off? In our, in our latest story, Mitch McConnell is in hiding after being tipped <laughs> off to a
6: podcast.
12: I think he's trying to keep the SJ Army at bay.
6: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, because he knows that there's going to be a yeah. groundswell of support for he's him. He's being responsible. Going into been. there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Connell, he's, he might ask me what I do with the money. I, I can't possibly let this happen. This would be terrible. Mr. Crenshaw, is your refrigerator running?
7: <laughs> you should be writing jokes for this guy. Yeah, right. I'm happy to. As long, <laughs> as long as
6: he doesn't sue me. So then he decides, well, he he announces that his Venmo... QR code up in the corner was finally fixed. I don't know how long it's been broken. I don't think anyone's ever tried to donate money to him through that. He's never mentioned Venmo. Right, but it's, but that's like the little thing up in his corner. Like, I have my logo in mine. He has the Venmo <laughs> QR code. So he, he announces that we finally fixed it, and he goes in and he says he got one donor, and then he decides to read his PayPal donors, and the end of this has got a good kicker.
2: Uh, let's see. The first Venmo... Uh Oh, okay. Barbara, Barbara Binstein, Barbara Binstein, the first Venmo. Thank you very much, Barbara. I also want to do a shout out to the PayPal people. And they have been incredibly uh, nice and generous as well. David W. Sparrow, Rosalie Taylor, Sean Regnier. Thank you very much. And, uh, and that's the Christine Garcia and uh, Dennis Higgins, but he canceled it. I'm not really sure why. Anyway.
12: <laughs> there's a lawsuit coming down the pike.
6: I love that he's reading donors who canceled their donations. <laughs> I regret life. <laughs> I regret life gave me 20 bucks. Oh, and there's a $20 credit back to I regret life. Yeah. American Express. (laughs) Oh, I don't know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) So John had a stand-up gig. This is so funny because John was supposed to do this stand-up gig, and he didn't end up doing it. He ended up canceling at the last minute. So instead of doing a stand-up gig, he made phone calls to his moderator.
2: Uh, Benny Loco, yes, our thoughts and prayers to your husband. I meant to call you last night, but instead I talked to Nikki B for two hours. Jill Carter, after I got home from what was pretty much a debacle. um, So what was this
6: debacle that happened? He explains.
2: They booked me to do this show. I said, okay, but, you know, they have like eight cameras. I said, I don't want any tape for a 10-minute set for the amount of money you're paying me. No. And then they told me they wouldn't. And then I get there and they said, sorry, we really have to. And then I said, well, sorry, I'm not going on stage. Marky, Marco V, 193 Jill Carter. I've already been offered 10 grand for a special. I'm not going to do it for freaking 10 bucks. <laughs>
6: Mark- All right. John is claiming he's been offered 10 grand to do a stand up special. By who? I assume by you, Carl. Obviously, I mean, I I I, by, uh, we all put together. Doctor <laughs> <supporters>. Steve. <laughs> Doctor Steve, I think is the, <laughs> the main money behind that project. <laughs> so, what's amazing about this is I saw the flyers for the show. He was promoting this show on the flyer. It said live stream production produced by Cannabis Capital. It was on Twitch. They were. It was being promoted as being streamed on Twitch. John goes, I didn't know this was going to be on the internet. He gets to the gig, sees the cameras, goes, what's going on here? They go, yeah, we're streaming it. And he goes, well, I'm not going to do it then. They're like, Jesus Christ, John, do you pay any attention to what's going on at all? I can't burn my best material. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he, still, he still plays that card. Jay Leno <laughs> told me, never put your material out there because you want to be able to reuse it. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. In fact, he said, never do anything funny. <laughs> So was, it, was it one of them who said that? I can't remember. Uh, this is just some funny stuff because as he's getting donations, he doesn't even know when he's getting trolled. This is a donation from Jerry Winters, who happens to be the "quote unquote" woman that Podcast Hitman killed, oh, and the God. avatars of Podcast Hitman.
2: You know, you know. I'm, I obviously I know how I would not do anything. <laughs> malicious, you know, so I'm sure there's a good reason for it. Jerry Winters, thanks for the five bucks. Speaking of movies, will the Hollywood show come back in the future? Yes. Yes, and thanks for reminding me, Jerry. You know, I. it's just because I had the writing gig for the five straight weeks, writing for the app, wrote a lot of great questions. It, it's a trivia app. And uh, I got it through a friend from the Tonight Show, and so I had not been doing the Hollywood show, but I will do it, especially with the new uh, nominations that have come out. So I will I will bring that back. and And thank you, Jerry Winters, for the five bucks.
6: What bugs me about Hollywood's coming back. <laughs> I'm excited about that. What I think is funny about this is that this is a guy who's super paranoid about being trolled all the time. Even people who aren't trolling him, he'll turn on them and get pissed off. Yet here we have this person who's totally trolling him, and he has no idea that that's what's going on. And he'll never find Amazing out. Maybe it slips through the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: Oh, I'd love to know what he's writing for this trivia app. Me, by too, the way. me too. I wish you would tell us what the
6: app is. What is the capital of Vermont?
12: <laughs> <laughs> right, they
6: trivia questions. Like, why would you need a writer for that? It doesn't seem like a writer. That's a good
12: thing. question for the trivia app. <laughs> Here's the Why are they paying John <laughs>
6: Yeah, <laughs> how, how much is, the pay to write class, is yeah, it? a paid-to-write trivia question? Yeah, troll got him this job. <laughs> Tri- yeah. <laughs> um, oh, real quick, I, I miss this. It's a little bit out of order, but this is going back to um, another lawsuit against me.
2: Yep, Park is uh, going to help me out with another another lawsuit. From you know, this one's going to be probably easier than the serious SiriusXM one.
6: All right, so he's, he's already calling his shots. This is going to be an easy lawsuit. He can't wait to sue me. He's trying I'm taking to... a bite out of hamburger. <laughs> uh... He's going to need some hamburger helper when I'm done with him.
12: I don't know why you're smile talking over there. You could owe this guy dozens of cents. <laughs>
6: yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. What's interesting, though, is that he's talking about copyright infringement, and then he's on with Richard Ojeda, or Jeda. He calls him Richard Ojeda still. <laughs> What is it with these guys who mispronounce their friends' names? Carl Ruiz, (laughs) Richard Ojeda. (laughs) Anyway, he has this guy on, and they play this guy Randy Rainbow's video, and they play the entire thing. It's over four minutes long. There's no commentary. He doesn't pause it. There's no transformative content going on. This is what copyright infringement is.
14: And there's a new strain of mutations at large. Some go by Lauren and others by Marge. They somehow spread to Washington, D.C.
11: All through the GOP.
14: I don't know who's
1: running the federal government these days, uh, Joe Biden or Prince John. What's with this dame? She thinks democracy's a game, and she's the same. So we refer to them both by one
14: name what? Girl, you're a, you're a Karen You're an obnoxious, intolerant hey. You're a Karen And you appear to be missing a brain you're Fucking stupid
6: oh, And John's dancing along with that Because it agrees with him politically Now he like show tunes Say what you want about it I'll have it stuck in my head for the next two days It yeah. is a catchy ditty don't get me wrong. That goes on for four and a half minutes, and John just plays it straight on his show. Like, hey, this guy's putting out some good content. I'll just put it on my show. It's content. That's exactly what copyright infringement is, John. You moron. I felt
7: bad sending you any clip that's over a minute. Imagine if I made you sit here for four. I'm, I'm telling you, Brendan is going to get to it. No, what you should have done
6: is just sent me the entire episode. <laughs> Carol, here's the entire episode. It all sucks. All right, I'll just play it. We'll just, we'll just watch it. All right, cool. Just watch Uh, One last clip that I have, and this is interesting. So there was a voicemailer, Roy, who turned me on to this. This is from the Howard Stern Show, and John talking about the abortion joke on the Howard Stern Show. So if you guys recall, John likes to say all the time that before he had his first kid, Howard said he should get an abortion, and John wanted to punch him out in the face. He was so mad at Howard. Now, it seems to me in this clip that John might have known that was a joke all along and now he's pretending that he's offended by it. But you be the judge. Watch this.
14: Yeah, somebody else let it slip a couple of weeks ago that you had already done. I
6: know. I should mention this segment is he was just fired from his afternoon DJ gig. So they have him in there with the program director who fired him and they're talking about that.
14: Yeah, somebody else let it slip a couple of weeks ago that you had already done. I know, I heard. Mm. John, I'll buy you lunch
5: again. Everybody knew anyway. Yeah. Well, there's still time for an abortion,
11: though.
5: Oh, oh no. Well, listen, sometimes he you got to make... Sometimes, it. sometimes oh. Oh. <laughs> you can't afford it. you just want an
12: abortion! Howard did tell me Courtesy to... Courtesy of to Rob Zombie. Abort my first kid, and I'm going to tell her when she's 14.
6: Courtesy what?
12: Of, he did tell me to abort my first kid when I said I was...
6: So, so she's 14, yeah, happy don't birthday. Have that conversation. You see, Howard, the guy that I'm hanging out with, <laughs> he wanted me to kill you. <laughs> what? What's going on there? Does John know it's a joke or is he was he butthurt then too? I'm going to tell it her. It seems like very
7: nervous energy. Like he yeah. certainly knows it's a joke, but has nothing to come back with. But I will, I'll give, I'll defend him in this way. I think the reason he's stammering is because he probably is boiling with anger that he's afraid to release.
6: Him. Yeah, I, that that could be true. It's, it's hard to interpret what that was. But as soon as he heard the yeah. word abortion, he definitely triggered him. He's like, well, I'll wait till I, my daughter turns 14. I'm going to tell her that Howard Stern. My made an main takeaway judge. with those
7: old clips is it's
6: amazing what alcohol does to the voice. Dude, he's a different person. It's completely different. He yeah. looks different. He sounds different. In every single way, it's a different person. And it's funny because <laughs> when we bring people on here, like a Dr. Steve or any number of people who are Howard Stern fans, they all say, I used to like Settering John. Like we right. all used to like Setter and John. You know, uh, uh, Brian Johnson. From tell him Steve Dave. You know, I, I like centering John. And then you like watch what he's becoming like, oh, I don't like this guy. This this guy I don't like. Centering John was, was fine, but it's really your fault though.
7: I didn't realize he was an <laughs> asshole until this program.
6: <laughs> well, I also think that I've aged him quite a bit. I Many of me the silver bullets are doing a number on this guy. I have a feeling. I'm gonna bring on our review girl, Vic. Oh, Vic, are you in the kitchen cooking right now? I thought it was a cowbell. <laughs> That's a good joke. Vic, are you there? I'm trying to do a professional show here, Vic. <laughs> I've had so many fuck ups today. This has been the worst show. <laughs> Alright. Uh somebody alert Vic that she's uh Yeah, Missy B. Sounds like she's in the kitchen where she belongs. That's what I was thinking.
17: Shut the fuck up,
6: Carl. Ah! I'm cooking.
17: I'm trying to be a good housewife. Fuck.
6: Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I thought I would bring you on early to play uh, a game or two with us. What do you think? Absolutely. All right. So, apparently, according to Cardiff Electric, producer Chris reached out to him and said, You got to bring back. Who Said It? <laughs> what a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he did a Who Said It? But it's it's a one-off Who Said It? There's only one question All right. and one answer. So okay. you got the sheet out. All right. You familiar with this game, Mike? Very much so, yeah. Excellent. Let's do it.
15: Welcome to Who Said one It? One shot. The official podcast game on WATP. <laughs> Brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Okay, Carl and co-host. Who said it? I rubbed one or two out to the sister, and it didn't hurt that she was faking the American accent and that she was actually English. Who said it?
6: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to bring Chris onto the live stream here so that we can all play along. Uh, Rubbed one out to the sister American accent. Uh, Who would talk about rubbing one out? I mean, I always go Jerry Uh. Band to these types of things, but... I'll go oh, Tom really? Myers. I thought clearly Stuttering John would be my answer. Okay, I'm going to go Tom Myers. Stuttering John, what do you got, Chris? Wait, you said Tom Myers? I'm going Tom Myers. Oh. Because it can't be Jerry every I'm time. I'm going with Jerry. Okay, you got Jerry. <laughs> Vic, what do you think? I'm going Jerry. Oh, fuck. If I lose, oh, wait. you guys Mike, are what'd you say? I said Stuttering John, but okay. it seems
7: like you guys, I think I'm way off.
12: Well, let's oh, hope. dude. Let's hope
7: everyone you, but me is.
12: Let
6: me play this game up terrible at it. <laughs> Just because I disagree doesn't mean you're wrong. All right, let's yeah. see what's going on.
12: That's man. true one two three i rubbed one or two out to the sister ah,
3: Opie! oh the opster we all missed and it it didn't hurt that she was faking the american accent and that she was actually english
15: <laughs> <laughs> well if he did that laugh uh, yeah that would have given it away and that's all for this week on who said it one, one shot. shot brought Damn to you by the Cardiff electric podcast network home to some of the most famous podcasts on the internet today like vinny likes wrestling
6: all right just because who said it made a comeback doesn't mean to catch a dabbler is not here with us this week that's right it's time for episode four of to catch a dabbler
15: it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler are you ready to play to catch a dabbler
2: you know, I have OCD. I'm, you know, it's, I have bad OCD. I'm on the highest spectrum of OCD. And so, so my, um, Burbank was a psychologist had said, you know, with the Luvox, take a little Yeah yeah, whatever. <laughs> and the psychiatrist agreed it helps immensely, but I didn't know. To catch. Uh.
15: A dabbler. What didn't he know? What did John say next? Here are your choices. One, you shouldn't mix these, uh, with Viagra. B, you would, uh, get so sleepy after just a couple of beers. <laughs> Three, you could suffer from massive withdrawal if you stopped for a couple of days. Next, some of the, uh, side effects... Made me feel like I was having another stroke. (laughs) Finally, you really have to pay attention. Uh, These can affect your performance, you know, in the bedroom. To catch a dabbler.
6: So I'll go first. I do think that this is number three, the withdrawal. All right.
12: I'm going to oh, go really? with the stroke
6: one. You go with stroke? That's what Missy's rooting for. That's what's a root for it. <laughs> well, we all are, but...
7: <laughs> Mike? So I don't think he would admit to having any sort of uh, troubles in the bedroom. So I think it's got to be the second one. Uh, you shouldn't mix it with
6: beers. He said Viagra. <laughs> I shouldn't mix it with Viagra. No, the first one was Viagra. The second one was oh, beers. It, it was? Yeah, oh, wow. Sleepy. The sleepy yeah. one. Okay, okay. Vic?
17: I'm going with the second one as well.
6: All right. All right. So I'm I'm alone on this one then.
2: Right, you guys are suckers. <laughs> you know I have OCD. I'm you know, it's I have bad OCD. I'm on the highest spectrum of OCD, and so so my um, Burbank, a psychologist had said you know with the Luvox take a little clonopin, yeah whatever, and the psychiatrist agreed, it helps. Immensely, but I didn't know you You could suffer from massive uh, withdrawal if you stop for a couple of days. Fucking Carl.
15: Be sure to come back next week to find out if you (laughs) are man enough to catch a Dabbler.
6: Because I I knew that one because that was when he went to Reno and he didn't bring his Klonopin with him. Mm. Ended up in the emergency room. (laughs) He's a fucking well, idiot. you are a student
7: of this. I should have known.
6: Yeah, that one I knew. I don't normally know these ones, but that one I knew. Holy shit, I forgot to mention the live show. I'm the, I'm terrible today. People have said I'm the worst marketer to ever announce that he's a professional marketer, and they might be right. The live show is on May 14th in Nashville at the City Winery, uh, 1 o'clock on the 14th. We will have tickets available. They're not up yet, but watch for that. We'll have it on uh, for Patreon subscribers. We'll get the first uh, stab at the tickets. And uh, I hope to see all of your smiling, smile-talking faces <laughs> in in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville before. Have you, Mike? I have not. That sounds exciting, though. It does sound exciting. I'm, I'm uh, very much looking forward to that. We're going to have a good time. You
7: think people will be fired up for the afternoon? I like that you're doing that. I think that's actually a good idea, the early show.
6: It wasn't my idea, it was what was available, but I like it too, right. actually, because that's when I do the show, is the afternoon. Yeah. So people can go out and get
7: shit faced after, you know?
6: Oh, hopefully we'll have a comedy show. We're still trying to coordinate that. Uh, Shuli and Vinny doing a stand up show that evening. So it'll be a whole day oh, of even entertainment. Better. Exactly. All right. Well, what have we done today? All. No, we haven't done everybody's oh. favorite part of the show. Oh, shit. The, the Teaser. 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 The Teaser.
11: Teaser. 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 Next oh, Teaser. The Teaser. The Teaser. The
6: Teaser. This is the part of the show. We play a clip from the podcast. We'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. And
14: today's guest I'm actually freaking out that she's coming on our podcast. Uh, this is like my like childhood dream come Same. true. Um, but it's
17: none other than Alexis Nyers, who now goes by Alexis Haynes. You may know her from the amazing e-reality show Pretty Wild. Or her um, like insane public scandal. The bling ring. The bling ring when she robbed Orlando Bloom. And all her friends. had a movie by Sophia Coppola made after her mm-hmm. and her whatever. She was played by Emma Watson. She's a fucking legend. You honestly, if you don't know, the very least you do know the infamous Vanity Fair article followed by the clip of Nancy Joe. Yeah. This is Alexis Tires calling.
6: <laughs> <laughs> This is a show called Forbidden Fruits with Julia Fox and Nikki Takesh. I've actually covered this a couple of times with Drew and Mike, and Drew has insisted that I bring this to the main show, and he's right about that. Because Julia Fox, if you don't know, is the woman who was uh, dating Kanye West, and right. they, they recently broke up, and... Her vocal fry is <laughs>
7: Is she the one that says she was the muse for Uncut yes. Gems or something like that? Yes,
6: that is the one. Yeah. She's Sounds something like it'll else. Be fun. She's real proud of herself in every single way. <laughs> so that should be a fun episode. Blind Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank
7: you for having me, buddy. Anytime. We'll, have,
6: we'll have you again, man. I, I always love talking to you. People should check out the Blind Mike Project. And uh, what else do you have going on?
7: Uh, Blind Mike Project and also the podcast I have more fun doing. Uh, the Kirk Minahan Show on Barstool Sports. I'm a guest on there twice a week. And Why Are You Laughing is my somewhat newer uh, history of comedy podcast. And I actually wanted to have you on, Carl, but I didn't know if it would be too off-brand to talk about things you actually like. Oh, I'd be happy to do that, for sure. Um, yeah, so we talk about history of comedy, different subjects every week. We talked about uh, Patrice, Tough Crowd, Greg Giraldo. And we've gone as far back as, like, Lenny Bruce, the Three Stooges, all that type of shit. So it's a fun
6: one. Check it out. Awesome. And, yeah, the uh, Kirk Minahan show made it uh, to our Cringe of the Week recently. How dare you disrespect a great man like Dave Colman? I didn't care for that. Your producer is a little bit out of it, huh?
7: Kirk's <laughs> producer, yes.
6: I, I don't you're, take you're a ownership it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't hire this
7: fucking guy. <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's a good guy. He, he gets very nervous. He gets very nervous. <laughs> he gets nervous on the mic. <laughs>
6: Alright, well please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. That's the intro. <laughs> so out
2: of the morning <laughs> radio. And now the show is over now. Mm,
13: okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. I don't know. I
14: don't get it. it
1: makes no sense. Mm-hmm.
14: From our friends at the W. ATP YouTube channel, we first get some feedback from our latest OP segment. Chris writes, Dude, I love this shit so much. It is so gratifying. So many of the old timers dreamed of watching this happen for decades. The way you frame it is amazing. I listened to your Opie shows hundreds of times over. Do more Opie. Painkiller quotes, I'm in a studio watching him in a car. That's pretty telling when you think about it. John J. Opie and slobbering John are the gifts that keep on giving. John D. From bra bombing to street sweeping, this shock jock has it all. Ideal X. You know Opie practiced that meter-made bit for hours thinking, This is hilarious. Who needs aunt or Jim with this gold? Zomboid opines, I cannot wait for the day Opie pulls a Tommy Wiseau and claims his bootleg podcast is laughably horrible on purpose because he's a genius. And here's some comments regarding our Shuly Fires Back video. Scooter posts, I used to wish stuttering John would shut up and go away. Then I discovered WATP. Please, John, keep doing doing what you're doing forever. When I see you've posted a new Suffering John, it's like a wino drinking his first beer of the day or a junkies first hit. I'm totally addicted to y'all's channel. The Cycling Samurai. If you take away the obesity, the out of control drinking, the filthy living conditions, and failure to be a good father, then Shuli and Stuttering John really aren't that much different. Anthony fesses. I'm praying that the Stuttering John and Jeff the drunk show will happen. True grinder, swan dive off the balcony. That would be worth watching. Shuli is a thousand times funnier than Slobber and John could ever be. Mike riffs, the text message was from the cockroaches. They were asking him to take a bath because he's gross even for them. Bill simply states, you guys are the best. Thank you. Noun Che, this is the first time Shuli has ever been funny. And Mitchell plays us out with, John without that VHS tape is like Carrot Top without his props. Vic. Hello. Dennis Dennis
6: Lewicki Hello. saying he's glad Vic's on camera. I I think we gotta get Vic on uh on camera next time. I yeah. need two.
17: I, I do have a camera. Yeah? Sadly.
6: Alright, I'm gonna send you an invite right now.
17: What do you fucking use for this?
6: <laughs> the internet?
17: No, what do you use for it?
6: Zoom? Uh StreamYard.
17: Oh, you're disgusting.
6: <laughs> I know. That the first woman to tell me that.
17: No, I'll, I'll be on camera in the next show.
6: All right. Well, I just sent you a link in case you you feel like it. We have any uh, new reviews that you want to play?
17: You do quite a few. Great. This first one is awful by Skelly Skelly. Uh, they say it's ironic that the hosts did the same things that they complain about and drone on and on, making offensive comments without adding to the conversation. Hard skip.
6: Offensive comments do add to the conversation. Yeah. What do they mean? Is that a a one-star review? That is. Not cool, man. Not cool. (laughs) Not helping us with the algorithms.
17: (laughs) Uh, This next one is Not For You, Disavow, by Wagger Dog. Uh, He says, the host of this show is soft, like really soft. Like if Naomi Osaka and Ben Simmons had a soft baby. If I could find a cheap attorney who specializes in frivolous lawsuits, I'd make I'd sue the makers of this podcast for offending me and my kids. Don't talk about my kids. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) The entire show seems to be one big advertisement for Coors Light. Steer clear of this one, unless you liked the stern when he was funny.
6: That that's a good one. We got to remember though, that this show is brought to you by Bud Light next. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was white claws. Zero carbs, zero flavor. Zero fun. Um, All right. I think that's a five star. It is. Excellent.
17: Uh, This next one is the anti-vax rhetoric is not cute, guys, by Caitla.
6: Oh, no. Is this a real one?
17: (laughs) She says, I'm on board for stuttering John, bashing and a good laugh, but sneering at COVID restrictions and claiming that the vaccine isn't backed by science is dangerously stupid.
6: Pass. Okay. Did Ash write that? (laughs) All right. How many people have I killed? I mean, if Joe Rogan's killing people, then I must be killing people too. Only two. <laughs> you killed Vic
17: and whoever the other guy was.
6: Oh, I'm responsible for Carl Ruiz and Vic Hudley? Yeah. All right, I'll be doing my victory lap uh, <laughs> in Nashville on May 14th.
17: <laughs> uh, that one was a one-star. <laughs> yeah, one. I can tell
6: yeah. yeah. that person. <laughs> this show is not for that person. That's for sure. Listen, if you can't laugh at 950,000 people dying in the United States, then what can you laugh at? I don't know. I have a sense of humor.
17: Stuttering, John. <laughs> right. Um, this next one is Loses by VCR BSTF. Um, they say, revolving group of nobodies orbiting a self-important troll that steals others' proprietary content, then try and trash famous comedians and other successful podcasters. If you don't want to get laid, recommend this show to others.
6: (laughs) That's pretty good advice, actually. Uh, I think that's a five-star. It is. Nice. Is that all of them?
17: Um, I'm not reading anymore. They're just boring, and they like you too much.
6: (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, continuing to review the show. Keep those coming, because it helps with the algorithm. All right, let's listen to voicemail, starting with my favorite voicemailer, of course.
5: What's up, Carl? This is Paco again. I just want to say that, you know what? You're the bigger man by putting that unique guy on your show again. And you know what? I agree. Plug Brandon Schaub or whatever, whatever that faggot, uh, retarded guy's name is. I don't remember, but I do know he is a bitch and pursuing <laughs> unique guy, whatever his name is. I don't know either, but... It's all good, dude. I I applaud that. You know, the efforts that you're making against these uh, brand new shops types. All right, man. I'll see you guys later.
6: I have to say, I forgot that Unique stole my Patreon content and just posted it on his feed. And I had second, th- as soon as Shuler reminded me of that, I'm like, oh wait, maybe Brendan Chabash has a case. Maybe this guy's just playing his show on of speed, like he did to me, which is copyright infringement. Maybe it isn't about getting made fun of, so who knows? We'll see what happens with that. I hope Paco shows up to the live show. Yeah, me too. Paco, drive the truck to the live show. We'll all go outside to <laughs> get honk his horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Carly I'll make you love me. Call me back.
6: That was from a British phone number, by the way. I want to point out. Alright. That was kind of creepy. This is uh, one for Andy.
5: Yeah, what's up Carl? This is Paco again. I swear to God, this is my last fucking voicemail sending you this week. But uh yeah, I think we should call Andy the king of truckers, man. That man is an inspiration to truck drivers across the United States of America. He's a fucking goddamn living legend. That's, that's just my last thought about Andy and your whole show in general for this week. Thank you, guys. Uh Have a good one, man. Have a fucking good one.
6: He's passionate about Andy the trucker.
12: Is he? he looks up to him. <laughs> what evidence has Andy given that he's a good
6: trucker? I, I don't he's think not that's the fat. Okay, that's a really good one. I don't think he admires his truck driving skills so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong.
12: I don't know. He's king of the truckers. Dear Lord, hear my prayer.
16: There's a man in Rochester, New York, named Carl Hamburger. He's a total fart face, but he's got a great podcast. And one of the best parts of that podcast is a guy named Stuttering John, who, as you know, Lord, is going to die very soon. And if that happens, the show's going to go downhill. So my prayer to you is that Carl found this fat woman named Ash, and I need her to start responding to him the way that Stuttering John does so that it can become an ongoing thing. But, well, actually, do you know, maybe Ash is going to die soon? Do you know that? Because she is fucking enormous, too. He would know. I guess,
6: what do I want
13: here? I don't know what I want. This
16: is, I don't know what I'm praying for. I want the show to go on. But Ash is so fat and John is so drunk. There's a lot to unpack here. Shit. I'm going to have to figure this one out. I'll call you back, Lord. Amen. Call, back. <laughs>
6: <laughs> call me back, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that while John will not be with us forever, his back catalog will be. So yeah, don't worry about it. We'll. There's plenty of material in stuttering John. He puts out four shows a week. I told Julie when he did his show about John. I'm like, you could, you should just be doing this too. He's like, well, I don't want to take your job. I'm like, no, I can't keep up. There's <laughs> four episodes a week that John's putting out there. It's ridiculous. Uh, J- Eric Zane called into the show. If you might remember last week, he was our cringe of the week. Yeah. Who could forget?
12: Carl,
5: Eric Zane. I can't tell you how much my butthole fucking tightened up when someone said I was cringe of the week. I was like, oh, no, could, that could be one of like a million things in last week alone. And so in my head, I'm like, don't let it be this moment. Don't let it this be this moment. Holy shit. So dead soldiers, I cannot believe I said that. Dead soldiers at the VFW. What, what a fucking asshole. God, I hate me so much. Thank you. I, I, I'm very, very grateful. I'm very grateful because I need to be hated, and I appreciate you pointing out how much I deserve that. Fucking asshole. God, I hate myself.
6: Doesn't he sound like he's patting himself on the back a little bit? Uh, he sounds
12: relieved that we didn't find these other ones. so Yeah. <laughs> <I> want... <laughs>
6: people start combing through Eric
12: Zane's Yeah, I'm not buying it.
6: Please.
5: Hey, Carl and guests. I just realized that John's,
3: well, John's still a retard, but he's also greedy. The reason he puts
5: his shit public and then, like, unlisted is so he can get his super chats. And once he has all the money from that, he unlists it and then pays it. or, charges his patrons to listen to it then. Brilliant, yes! Good (laughs) me! That is so
6: correct, because if you put up a video that's unlisted, you can't get super chats from it. I learned that when we did our first Patreon video. And that is the reason why John makes it public, because he wants super chats. Holy shit! This guy's cracked the case.
12: He's a (laughs) greed-tard.
6: He's a (laughs) greed-tard! I like it.
16: Yeah, Carl, I'm sitting at work right now and I'm just realizing something. I need you to hit that drop button more. My Mondays they they
5: count on it, Carl. And I need you to just hit that drop button. Check up review show! Check, out. check
11: out. review show. Get the fuck down!
6: That is a request I will always take, my friend. I cannot get enough of the jacked up review show. What a theme song, Vic! You might be able Carl. to. Re- you might be able to, re- to relate to this next voicemail.
5: Hey, it's uh, it's it's Noah, the
16: pizza guy. Uh, I was just wondering, does anybody else
2: just get like a little bit horny at the very end of the show, where the girl is like? Uh, and now this show is over. Something about that just gets me going. I,
16: I jack off after each episode. Bye, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> my, my <phone. laughs>
17: no, Carl, this show has never made me more dry in my life. <laughs>
16: yeah,
6: of all the things. I thought that was you disguising your voice. You're not jacking off to the show. <laughs> no. Cardiff Electric wants my attention in the uh, Discord. Hey, Carl, did you hear Fat Ash has taken down all of her social media? I... I did hear that, but I thought I saw that it was still up somewhere. I thought I saw her Instagram was still up. Am I wrong about that? Did she really take it all down? And is it because of me? Am I the first person to make fun of a 600 pound woman who's flaunting herself all over the internet? 600. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, Cardiff seems to believe so. Uh, let's We got just two more voicemails here. Um, Oh, before I do that, shout out to the guy who called from the 804 area code. Good stuff. I just need shorter messages, man. I just need it. the 45-second rule. I don't talk about enough on here, but really, 45 seconds, guys. It'd be great. Really appreciate it. Hey,
16: Carl. This is Sergio from Providence. I've said it before. I love the Who Said It game. I think it's a really cool game. And I had an idea how like, how Dick Masterson had when it was drank with a card game. I'm sure you heard of that. I own it. You could have a Who Said It card game for the next W.A.T.P. live show. I think it would be a lot of fun. Make sure that Cardiff lets to questions and not though so, Thank you.
6: <laughs> All right. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, the winner's drink game that Dick made. We could have our own home game of W.A.T.P., the Who Said It home game. That's actually a really good idea. i <laughs> hmm. uh, have to look into that. All right. I might have to hire Cardiff. Cause I'm not going through fucking 80 hours of Jerry Banfield to figure out who said it as fun as it sounds. Oh, one of my favorite voicemailers, trucker Andy called back into the show. It's been a minute since we've heard from trucker Andy.
5: Oh yeah. Andy here. Here's what I got to get. Unique Kyle. I don't know what a unique Kyle is, but I mean, I don't know if, there's Down Syndrome involved. I don't know if he did not have any teeth. I don't know if he's just taking three dicks at the same time. But what I do know is that you need Kyle should never be recorded and broadcast ever again. Please, for the love of Buddha, never again. Cactus Cactus, call me back.
6: And he's always got a hot tag, doesn't he? Always on point.
5: All right. Well, I'm
6: relieved the show is over. Vic, thank you for coming on and reading reviews. Uh, people are requesting that next time you come on with the cow bikini on. Oh, no. <laughs> that's
17: that's in a bag. He kept it with, like, all the milk in it.
6: Oh, really?
17: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he did with it. I don't want
6: to know, but it's in a bag. He wanted a souvenir from your relationship. <laughs> he did. Was that the guy that I met in Tampa?
17: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was really weird. Yeah, was I don't weird know one. what I was thinking, but thank God that's over.
6: Yeah. Well, now you're a happy, happily married woman. There's a lot of people of who are asking to get uh, Mr. Vic back on the show again. They want to know what it's like to live with you. Well,
17: um, Yeah, that could
6: happen. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Is Mr. Vic going to make it to Nashville, maybe? Yeah, he's coming with me. Well, there's a reason right there for everyone to come to Nashville then. <laughs> Meet Mr. Vic and ask him what the fuck was he thinking. <laughs> Get an answer straight from the horse's mouth. All right, Vic, thanks for coming on. Jesus, I gotta oh, go.
3: This is getting stupid.
6: Bye, guys. Okay, folks,
12: guess what? This the, the episode's over. <laughs>